Hello all, welcome to another episode of the Two Charming Picks podcast. In this week's episode, Johnny and Greg discuss divorce and its effect on the family. At what age is it best for children to be at if the parents absolutely must get divorced? And actually for the bulk of the episode, Johnny and I exchange uh, anecdotal stories from our sexual adventures in the past. So I hope you guys enjoy because we certainly did. So, so, so tell me, Johnny, how was, how was your week? How did it go? Really quick. Why, first off, why are you calling me a cocksucker right before you press record? Um, trying to sneak that in there. I thought I'd sneak it in without it being on rec- on record, you know. If it's not on record, it doesn't count. I can call you whatever I want. If I, I can say it behind your back, and, it, and it's all right, right? If you don't know I'm calling you a cocksucker behind your back, you never hear it, then what harm is it? If it makes me feel better, then it's, then it's, a, it's a win-win. It's a good. What if a tree you, falls in a forest and nobody hears or sees it, does the tree really fall? Did it really fall? It did. But what's wrong with the straight guy that just likes to suck a little cock? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for one, uh, his self-described title as straight. That's, yes. That's for one. Nothing wrong with being gay. Just don't lie about it to yourself. That's yeah. I agree. And I'm, I'm not a homosexual, nor do I have homosexual tendencies. Nothing wrong with it if you do, um, I guess. But uh, <laughs> no, that was that, that always pops on my mind from Entourage when the guy comes on to him and he's like, aren't you married? He's like, I'm just a straight guy that likes to suck cock or whatever it is. Oh, my gosh. What's, what's that scene? <laughs> Who's it? Who's the character? Uh, it's, it's Vince and some uh, one of the big Hollywood guys that he wants in his movie or something like that. I can't I can't remember. I, it's so long ago since I've watched that show. Wait. But, so this is when Vince is trying to do uh, Medellin or make it Medellin or whatever. I, uh, maybe. And he's maybe. trying to get some other actor to be to be in this movie. Or Mm-mm. no, it was. Uh, I don't think it was Aquaman or um, the Medellin movie because that was what's that guy's name? Billy that they always go through the crazy guy. Aquaman it's like a loose Billy, Whatever his name is, yeah. That, no, but the. Tour. but he did, but uh, the Med- uh, Medellin was, yes, and it was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that part. I love that was that was good. I have to uh, commend the showrunner or whoever made that decision, the writers or whatever, to 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 make that that twist where, oh, the passion project that Vince <laughs> has been after for seasons when it finally it's gets trash. <laughs> It's a flaming turd ball going down yep. a hill, catching yep. fi- fire to everything it passes. And uh, it, it looked like an A&E movie. It was terrible. Or a Lifetime movie. One of those shitty telemovies. Tele- 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 oh, my right. gosh. It was, it was hilarious. And uh, that character is an idiot, that one, uh, the director guy. But Billy Walsh? Yeah, maybe that was his name. Uh, I yeah he's a very annoying character to deal with in the movie he's just like a loose cannon all the time 
I shaved my fucking head. Um, didn't well, sleep. <laughs> um, he's a little too on the nose uh, going after the the uh, the uh, the creative artistic director type filmmaker and who's willing to burn down his own work in a fit of misosophy rather than let the 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 suits as he called them he always called them suits the the money grubbing all they care about is the bottom line producers and studio people from touching his film or even you know getting one scene out there's a great movie that's actually good um that is a uh, uh, kind of a, a it's a it's a, it's a, not kind of it's a, very much a satire on uh, the Holly on Hollywood in the movie making business, uh, starring Robert De Niro. I think it came out in the mid to late aughts, so maybe 2006 or 2008. I'm thinking, but Robert De Niro, and it's called What Just Happened. It's fucking hilarious. He built he plays a, a film producer, and let's see here, he plays a film producer, he's on his third wife. The first two have, like, the first wife has the biggest house, the biggest fucking house, the first house when he was rich. Then he lost half, and then he got the second wife. The second wife has a nice, modest house in a great neighborhood, but it's not the fucking mansion. And then this third wife or the fiance or whoever it is is, is just kind of like the lowest of the, of, of, like, there's not a lot left. That, that turn up has been, has been squeezed of all its blood, you know? But uh, there's a movie he's, the project he's currently working on, they're screen testing. You know what a screen test is, right? Yep. Yeah. So they get randos into a theater and they show their product before it's finished when they're just testing to see if they if it's any good. And they get the critics to, to say what, to talk about it, whatever. And it stars Sean Penn, who's playing himself, right? And he's got a very small role, just the little few scenes that you get to see in this movie of this, of this movie. So it's kind of meta. And uh, what's the other thing? Hmm. I don't know if there's anybody else famous in the in the movie within the movie. Doesn't mm. matter. But at the end of the movie, uh, Sean Penn uh, dies. <laughs> okay, the hero dies. All the bad gangster thugs want to catch up with him because he's on the run, and they shoot him. He gets on top of this <laughs> this uh, this hill or, or this mound of gravel i think i kind of remember it being that and he and like somebody pow and his chest explodes and he rolls down the hill and he's and he's still alive and they come up on him and uh he has a dog who's his best friend who runs up and licks his face and, and then he sees the bad guys coming the dog's barking at him rah, 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 at the bad guys they come over there and they shoot sean penn he goes wait no don't and they shoot him dead and then the dog's still barking <laughs> at him and they shoot the dead the dog dead too pow and everybody groans in the theater. Oh, right. And, uh, and the, how it shot the scene in the, the actual movie, how it shot uh, of Robert De Niro as this, uh, not director, he's a producer. He's anxiously sitting in his chair on the edge of his seat, not watching the movie, but looking around the theater, trying to assess people's reactions. And he's, 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 not, he's not thinking it's good. But obviously the groans happen. So uh, um, the point is, is it doesn't screen well, the shooting of the dog in particular. So he gets a bunch of, <laughs> he gets the, 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 the critic papers or the papers, the, the review papers from the audience members, and he, he scours over them. 
And the whole thing's funny, his approach to it too. He's like, I'm not gonna look at it, I'm not gonna let it ruin my night or whatever. That he ends up pulling away, pulling over in the middle of the highway of highway four oh five to to read all of them. And uh and they're all bad. They're like, fuck you, you know, like the dog, are you serious? You know, all this shit they're reading. <laughs> the worst film I've ever seen in my life. Fuck. And uh so the next day he goes to and uh and they all agree that the, it doesn't play that the killing of the dog at the end does not play it's not a good look the audience does not like it it's ruining the movie um we need to go to the director and tell him to cut it so it's his job to do it and he goes i don't like that guy that guy that guy gives me makes me nervous or whatever he's have you seen him whatever but he goes to the to this uh, film director and he's that prototypical like billy walsh the, the artistic film director and um he asks him to and he's in the editing room with him and he asks him to cut out the part just the part not the scene you can still have sean penn die at the end just cut out the part where the gangsters shoot the dog okay and he refuses to do it and he throws and it's just like a problem throughout the course of the film he's trying to convince this guy and he won't do it and then they're using the the, the studio muscle to make to bend his will like we're going to take this film from you and we're going to cut it how we want it get some other guy if you don't listen to us like all this shit and he just throws this huge temper tantrum and he flips the the, the, the m&m's bowl on the on the coffee table and uh it's, it's really funny and it's just over he wants to keep the part in where the, the bad guy shoots the dog in the end which as you know of my stories the dog always dies in my stories too so i have an affinity for this this approach to storytelling yeah kill would not like your stories I do it because it's so um, it's so awful. It hurts the most when you kill the dog. It does. Yeah, I understand this. Yeah, I've definitely cried at a dog dying in a movie. Old Yeller. No. Um, what's that one? There's one where like Kevin Cosner's narrating a dog. This guy's like a race car driver, and he's got this dog, and it does everything with him, and then he eventually dies in the movie i think i honestly can't remember the name of the title or the actual a dog's life is that it i don't know i think it's a fairly recent movie right it might yeah. be it it's something with kevin cosner's narrating the dog that's just chicken soup for the soul right there isn't it yeah that's just good old good old wholesome family fun isn't it um <laughs> the the other recent dog movie that that make you cry is obviously uh, marley and me Yep, that, cried uh, at that one too. Teared up, I didn't yeah. cry. I cried like a fucking baby. I cried. <laughs> for sure I cried during Marley and Me. Are you kidding me? Of course I cried during Marley. What? There are many moments in that movie. Just, what happened? just Jennifer Aniston not able to get the baby because she had the miscarriage. That made me cry. You know? Eventually really? she has kids, but that first one was rough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I happened? have feelings. I'm not some soulless bastard. I got feelings. I'm very, very uh, uh, in touch and sensitive, but I just don't let other people see it. I have to do it in a dark room where no one is watching. <laughs> I'm willing to talk about it, but you won't see me cry. You know. What happened your freshman year? My parents got a divorce. What happened next? I cried. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is that a quote from a movie? Or what? Yeah, it's a. Uh... I think neighbors was Zach Efron and what's his name? James Franco's brothers. What happened to fr your freshman year? He's like, my parents got a divorce. He's like, and where'd you go? I came right here. He's like, and then what happens? I cried. <laughs> Just super confident. <laughs> yeah. We don't sure. get divorced. 
Oh man. Yeah. How about that? How old were you when your parents uh, officially split up? Uh, I was still in elementary school. I can't remember if it was my, it was somewhere around fifth or sixth grade, somewhere around there. I want to say maybe fifth grade, sixth grade. Oh, wow. definitely not. That's, that's not a good year. That's not a good, good age to have that happen to you. I mean, there's no good age, I suppose, but there's, there's better years. Like if you're a baby, it's like, I don't remember. I have one, you know, Justin, our mutual friend. I mean, he, his parents divorced when he was like one. Oh, no, so shit. he has no memory of them being together. It's weird to see them get along. He says, you know, he doesn't make him feel uncomfortable if they get along. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but, know. Um, I don't know. Like what is a good age to, a, you know, a grown adult and see your parents split and be like, well, I just, I just told say, you a baby, a baby. Right. But, uh, but maybe but is that, yeah, I was going to say, how do you, how can you say you don't, you know, you didn't, you didn't go through that as a kid being like, Oh, what would it be like if my parents were still together, not split in time, or I don't see the one at all, or my parents hate each other kind of a thing. My whole there, you know, when you're with one, they're mm-hmm. talking about how bad the other one is. So versus can, yeah, yeah, you're older, you're older and you're like, you both are going to be happier. Just do it. Dad's going to go to Florida and snort Coke out of some chick's butthole. Mom's going to go do whatever you guys are happy move on kind of a thing i suppose i suppose you're right i think that's a compelling argument because the studies show having a father in the house what what Sorry, so funny just, about just you agreeing with me i think one i'm surprised you're agreeing with me for once but i suppose that's a compelling argument i i'm, I'm yeah i'm actually coming around i'm saying no it is i i wasn't saying for sure baby i did make that statement like a oh, baby baby because you don't it, there's no bandy to pull off there's nothing you know you don't have any feeling towards it but there is you know the studies show having a father in the house having both parents in particular is is highly advantageous to the child's rearing upbringing and um oh yeah so perhaps the best time for your parents to get divorced is when you're old when you're older and so it's like i remember so my uh, my parents split up when I was just I was twenty one and a half. So and then, but I'm the youngest, and that meant my oldest, my oldest, my oldest brother. He was twenty seven when they split mm-hmm. up, and it, it it didn't bother him that much, you know. It mm-hmm. did bother the middle the middle brother, and then. Uh, the one in between the middle brother and me, my sister, she was for the divorce because she didn't like my dad and wanted my mom to be free of him. Um, really? Do they have a relationship? Still... Not to... Go ahead. Uh-huh. What? I okay. didn't want to change the subject too much, but do they have a relationship now? Or is it like when you say she doesn't like your dad, is it like they don't get along or she doesn't get along with him? Or was oh, it just brother. a brother? You just want to open up a can of worms about my sister and my father's relationship? Isn't that a bit what? private? Isn't that's not my place to talk about that it was just a question but no we don't have to go there i was just just curious Um, they have a relationship they talk they're they're okay you know yeah all right back then it's a different time one but still she would have been 23 uh but back then yeah it was uh, the relationship was not in a good place um and uh it was just uh yeah they're they're my dad and my sister have a very complicated relationship that I'm not going to get into. Obviously, it's not my place. No. Anyways, um, 
and then uh so but it, it bothered me to it fucked me to my core it really bothered me and very upset upset me much 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 very much and uh and then obviously the other brother and he was 25 mm. so um so i guess it depends on how you feel about your parents if you yeah have, if you take sides for one of them i didn't really have a side i like both my parents i just want them to be together yeah and then uh, i was mad at my mom because she was the one who left she was the one who broke up the family right she's the one who left so i was mad at her not my dad if it was vice versa i said i think i would have been mad at my dad uh, i wouldn't have been like go ahead go for it dad live your best life I wouldn't have done <sighs> yo yeah. yo no once Get that young hot girlfriend. Yeah, go to Florida, smoke coke out of some hooker's ass crap, whatever you're talking about. <laughs> Which is a fun experience. I do recommend it, but mm. not if you're a father before and married. No, um, that's a commitment. I, uh, yeah, I was definitely eating the. I was definitely. Is that, was that the, your wedding vows, by the way? Was that your wedding vows? You know what? You know what cereal I had for rich or poor to never smoke coke. Smoke coke. Snort coke out of a hooker's hooker's ass crack. Go ahead. You know what cereal I had for breakfast my whole childhood? Cocoa puffs. It was absentee father O's. And guess what? The father's <laughs> not included, Greg. <laughs> you sure he's not like packaged and real nice and a little no, plastic it comes with, inside the inside the box? The it comes with no prize. It's right in the box. Father not included. <laughs> absentee father. <laughs> absentee father O's. No, um, Absentee Father Z's, like Krispies. Like but no, that, that was Absentee something. Father Krispies. Okay, that was something ahead. with, yeah, no, with you saying, uh, yeah, having two, I, I think, at least this is my perspective, you know, everybody's, there's always a little bit of a different twist to every individual person in every family. But for me, I think it was always that lack of stability from not having a man in the house. Like my mom always did, you know, okay, financially. We weren't rich or anything and we weren't, we definitely weren't rich and weren't poor. I'd say my mom was somewhat lower middle class but um uh just not having that dad to be like hey how do i do this how do i do that you know or how do i you know fix something i'm tearing my dirt bike apart and calling my grandpa so in a way it was like it made me have a bond with my grandpa at least and that was cool but he was an old man so what you know what are you gonna do to have your old man go play catch with you or something so uh pretty um, much yes yes um yeah so uh, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And I, I felt like I found experiences like male bonding experiences through other people. And I feel really fortunate for that. Like, you know, I had one neighbor that gave me a bench press and I think we talked about this before, so I won't get into it, but just like having those other role models to hang around to kind of be like, how do I want to be? But it was still a big feeling of, uh, of just, um, feeling like a loser yeah. rejected. Exactly. Loves you. Uh, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Rejection. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't deal with that now that I'm older. You know, it's just completely gone away. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, uh, my father doesn't love me. My mom says she left because of me. You're mad at your dad, not at me. <laughs> you're right. I hate my father. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think as I, as I got older, I kind of finally came to a place where it was like, you just... Yeah, I mean, you have to move on. You can't just be like, I didn't have a dad, so I'm going to smoke crack when I'm older. Um, but you, yeah, it's like that time's come and gone. So I mean, it's kind of like now it would be too uh, late. But that did uh, happen. But, but that does happen to a lot of kids. And that did happen to someone else, you know? Exactly, right? I didn't have a dad, so I got addicted to drugs. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, I don't, I couldn't say, who knows for sure if that's the reason I don't, I don't know, but a coping, a coping, a coping with abandonment, rejection, the pain, maybe you've never got come to grips with it and have value in yourself. You think this is all I deserve are these good feelings. These drugs give me. Yeah. That's the easy way out. But, um, yeah, uh, no, continue. I was going to say something, but I lost it. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I don't really remember my complete train of thought, but no, I, it's something that I, especially as I have a kid on my own now, it's something I, I think back on now and then not with any, like, I wish I, I don't still have that thought of like, well, my dad's going to come around and show to this boy scouts event. You know, it's like, that's, that's gone. It's come and gone, but I do. So I don't think back and be like, what would it have been like? It's just, it was what it was for me. And like I said, I feel fortunate that I had the, the other people in my life that I did and like the friendships and stuff that I have. Um, but yeah, it's something that, you know, for my children, I, I want to try and be there as much as I can for them in hopes that, you know, break, break that cycle of just shitty male role model. Hopefully. Right. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm doing that great so far, but who knows? Oh, you're not, you're not Johnny. You have to do better, but um, no, I'm joking. You're doing great. You're doing just, you're doing a bang up job, Johnny. Trust me. Um, I think that means you're doing a bad job, right? Bang up job technically i don't know it's like one of those like oh it means both <laughs> oh yeah probably. there's a there's a word i can't think of right now it literally means both it, it, it means the opposite of the other double entendre on, no no dude that's not a double entendre uh, there's a word i can't think of it right now it's escaped me but um you you said a 50 dollar word earlier which was what I don't remember. That's why it started with an M and I meant, I meant to ask you sooner and I forgot. So to oh, it's save. gone now, man. Yeah. It's gone now. Well, we'll hear it. it comes out organ- organically. Yeah. Well, let's, I'll listen to this and write it down and say, that was the you word. You should do that for most podcasts. You should write down a lot of my words and save them for later and, and expand your vocabulary. Greg, you what's a off- cocksucker? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a, there is a word I'm trying to think of. And it, it means, let's say it means to be uh, um, concise, to be accurate. But it's been so perverted by modern colloquialism or, or, or just how we use it in America that it's literally, it literally means the opposite also, to, to not be concise or inaccurate. It's not that. It's not that word. I just I can't think of it right now. But it literally it both means the the original meaning and the opposite of the original meaning. Yeah. Compendious. Uh uh-uh. oh. No. Just we're moving on. Okay. We're moving on. What'd you say? Uh. We're moving on. No. Okay. Conic. We're moving on. Uh, anyway, so uh, no, I, I I made a joke earlier. And it is kind of a funny idea, but it's also extremely fucked up because I'm sure it's happened. The the mother who blames the children for why her husband left her, that she doesn't want to, you know, you know, she, in her mind, in her heart, she's blamed the kids. You ruined, you ruined everything. As soon as you showed up, everything was ruined. Right. As soon as I had these fucking kids. (laughs) You're the reason they left. Yeah. (laughs) They left because of you, you bitch. (laughs) 
Well, which, if you never uh, come back to even see the kids, it's kind of a compelling argument there, isn't it? I was yeah. like, maybe my dad did leave my mom because he fucking hates me. Which I don't, I don't know a, if this is a... I'm so annoying. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't know if this is a good time or place to to do a... Uh, like almost like a shout out for my mom. My mom never did anything like that. Another weird thing you think about when you get older is my mom, just me thinking about like having a kid now. I certainly hope not, Johnny. I certainly hope she didn't. Doing this shit on your own. That would be a terrible thing for a mother to do. I'm I'm putting that (laughs) like an extreme, like what kind of piece of shit mother would say that to their children, even if they believed it? You don't tell your children that, you know? Yeah. But go ahead. Doing, no, just doing this shit with help like with a with an active partner that also you know works and helps a ton you know she's she's great with all the baby stuff and well this is what she should be eating now and this is what she's like in a sleep regression not at all keeping track of all that stuff where i'm like okay i'm just gonna make sure it keeps breathing and stays watered and fed um and try and have some fun with it but uh okay. Why, no, what, my what mom, do you mean try to have some fun with it what are you talking about like like enjoy time with my kids not just like hey who cool here i got you a new ipad or a new uh, bicycle go for like actually try and spend uh, time with them like actively uh, participate yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah take her to a water yeah, slide like, hey i'll go that's i'll go good. down the water slide with you let's go jump on my shoulders see that's um, that's something i i don't know about because my father definitely didn't do that right he didn't try to have fun with me i'm joking he did we had fun, we had fun eventually. <laughs> um but no, I, I got to give my mom some credit. That's why I said I don't know if it's an appropriate place, but fuck it. I can say whatever I fucking want. See this? It's a badge that says I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, no. So my mom, I think about this all the time now with my mom doing this on her own. And I, you know, I know she had some help from my grandparents because they were right next door. So it was kind of like, hey, you know, go to grandparents in the morning before school because my mom was working a full-time job. Um, she was a mortgage underwriter. She was doing full-time job, taking care of two twins uh i was fucking rotten like she gives me the wrong lunchbox and i'd huck it down the hallway and say try again um she should have drowned me in a fucking bathtub she she should have drowned me in a bathtub i remember the look on her face i must have been like five six years old i'm like i want this lunchbox and she's like well i already put it in this one like i don't have time i'm like no i just told everybody at school about this cool lunchbox i had change it out instead of me taking the initiative to change it and she didn't so i just hucked that fucking lunchbox down the hallway i think it banged off the piano or something and just exploded and she just looked at me like okay i could fucking end you but i'm not going to (laughs) oh my gosh so i gotta give her some credit because not only that not only that she had no financial help from my dad and he, she didn't even have like the emotional help. My dad was the guy that was like, oh, it's your birthday. Let me come drop something off and find a reason why I have to like, didn't even get out of the car. We're just like, here's your birthday present. Oh, your mom's got all my dad's golf clubs out in the, out of outside. Like I'm pissed off now and I got to go. Um, that kind of shit. And he would write like our street used to be a two way street, but when they put that new bridge in and Folsom, they closed it off. So there's only one way out. So we had to drive by my dad's other house. Cause he lived like, one two three houses down and he'd write like ronda's a whale and fuck you and stuff like that and it was just like so my mom to do that and to get up every day and keep doing it like i really have to give my mom like a yeah and to live three doors down from from him that's not easy oh yeah completely away from that you know yeah i have to live with it still yeah you can't see him him carrying on without you in his lecherous ways yeah you have to uh, drive past that house twice a day dude that's awful at least but anyway just a quick shout out to to the momski man i owe her one 
Yeah. My mom was pretty, uh, pretty awesome as well. Just a hard worker. <clears throat> it's interesting. But yeah, no, I do think, I do think it's probably better. Now, now I, think, I think it is probably better that the parents split up when you're fully grown, the older, the better. But I think it still fucks with you somehow. And my ex-girlfriend, uh, her parents, her mom was planning on leaving her dad. And she's 31. So it's like, well, you're old enough. But it's still, I think, you know, still fucks with you. It's, it's not I mean, a good situation changed. either way. It's, it's, it, it changes your perception on, on marriage and love. If, if you thought your parents had true love and they were together, with their, hey, it works, marriage. Look at my parents, right? And you see them, they get divorced, they split up. It's like, oh, I guess, fuck that stuff then. This you know? isn't what and happens kind in of, the notebook. This isn't what happens in the notebook. No, but, but seriously, yeah, notebook, I don't, there isn't a good age. Here's the thing. The romantic thing can happen. The real romantic story is, is boss fluff. There's extremely fucking rare is all. But you got to work at it. And it's, I think going through the, that romantic fantasy that's in the notebook, something truly romantic, there must be great sacrifice and struggle for it to see it realized, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, because I, I don't know what it is. I guess because in order to know that you, the love is real, and it's going to last, it better be tempered. It better have gone through a lot of shit. And those are the most compelling love stories, you know? Yeah. Because everybody's, you know, gotten a little summer, the summer fling and, and then it fizzles out or whatever, you move on. It's the ones that endure. <laughs> Nobody, no dad wants to tell their kids that, yeah, after mom went through her little gangbang phase, she came back and was your mother again. <laughs> 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 oh yeah that's romantic as hell what the hell was that from a movie no i was just saying like imagine that it should be it should be you, ima you imagine that it's like yeah mom and dad were really on the rocks but once mom went to a couple gangbangs she really realized that she was in it for the true love and came crawling back or something she came back she had to go through a few gangbangs before she realized it wasn't for her. I, I think Which, a woman who's been gangbanged, um, that is some serious. I, it, it, there's almost no coming back from that. I, I, I know it's kind of fucking to say because I don't believe in you, th you give up on people, you throw that person's a throwaway. But a woman who's been gangbanged by choice, ah, damn, how do you get to that point? Your nymphomania is insatiable. It's just, it's like these, it's like the, like if you decide to sell your body or give it away very easily to just anybody, like a prostitute, right? You just kind of get, after a while, you ruin yourself. Does that make sense? It stops mm -hmm. being special. And then if things stop being special, then you, love is supposed to be special, right? It's supposed to be, oh, wow, this is the most incredible, special thing, best thing in my life. But you ruin that when you go out and get gang banged a bunch. Maybe one gang bang's okay, maybe two. But you push it beyond. The more gang bangs you do, you lose your capacity for such things. For love, that is. It's like a prostitute or a stripper. Right? You see these these women, and it's just like they are extremely jaded when it comes to romance. 
And it's because the, 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 the men that they had fallen in love with, likely men that they had fallen in love with, had abused them, had used their love against them. To If, if you're a prostitute and you got a pimp, the pimp used you, used the love you had for him to, to sell your ass, essentially. Yeah, probably so. I don't know, man. That's a, it's kind of. Oh, a, yeah. That's how it works. I, that's how it works. I've, uh, I might be going down a rabbit hole here, but I, like, and then, another... and then you fuck so many guys, you fuck so many guys that they just, you start having this ugh for, for sex and, and other men, like, you stop liking it. You stop, you don't like it. You associate sex with all the times you, you let some dirty little John, you know, bald, fat, whatever, a gross guy, <laughs> not charming. You let him fondle you or fuck you. And that's what you associate sex with. It's, yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to come back from that. And you don't. That's what they said. Like a, a prostitute, she's only got so many fucks. A prostitute's only got so many fucks in them before they, they burn out or they go, they lose it. Right. Mm. There's only so many Johns you can fuck before you're like, okay, I'm, I'm done. You get burnt out. Mm. Yeah. That's a, that's kind of an interesting subject. I've always wondered that too, you know, when it's like you picture, you know, female prostitute and she gets, say she's, say she's really good looking and she gets with a client who's like, like, look at Ron Jeremy now. It's like, how do you, how do you even act? That's one charming motherfucking pig, Ron Jeremy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm joking. He is not a charming pig. He's, he was never that charming, actually. He's, but that's what I mean. How, how do you even put on a how do you even put on a show to be like, okay, I'm gonna make this guy feel like he's getting his money worth out of like me pretending I want to be having sex with him right now? Like I I just can't picture it. Even reversing it, me uh, not having sex with Ron Jeremy, but having sex with like a ugly, fat chick, and just being like, all right, I'm gonna make her night tonight because she's giving me a thousand bucks, whatever it is, like. Well, it depends. So that John, that Ron, hypothetical Ron Jeremy type figure might get off to the fact that she doesn't like it. Please get off of me. <laughs> I'm serious. That's not a joke. It might get, it might, uh, get off to the fact that I'm paying her and she's got to do whatever the fuck I have to say, whether she likes it or not. And she doesn't like it. She's still doing it, you know? Like say I'm the champion. guys who get on, you get off of that. So you know, because you, you've been strip clubs, you've had private dances with with strippers who do a good job, and and they're putting their they're putting their fucking <laughs> they're putting their best behind it. You know, mm-hmm. they're putting their hips behind it, and then you've been with you know you've been with strippers where it's like, oh wow, she's just staring at the clock, waiting for this this dance to be over soon. I don't feel I don't feel special. And uh, so that that's a stripper who's been burnt out. She's been with so many. It's like the, the majesty of it all, excitement, the attention. Eventually, the attention that they get, it, it, it bothers them. Like truly, really beautiful women, uh, they love the attention at first. Like really, we're talking about really beautiful women. They love the attention that they get from men at first. And eventually, it, it just it gets annoying. It gets annoying, but the irony is, so they don't like it as much, but the irony is when they stop getting attention from women or from men, other people, from men, and it's because they're getting older and they're starting to lose their looks, that bothers them way more. They want it back. 
So like be careful what you wish for. But uh, being an extraordinary, beautiful woman is not necessarily a blessing. In fact, it's a very perilous life by, uh, by most standards, I think. It can go bad very quickly. <clears throat> it's like that movie, Milena. You seen that one? Monica Bellucci? No. no, what's that? It's a great film. It's, uh, it's uh, Monica Bellucci plays Milena. It takes place during uh, World War II in Italy. It's an important town in Italy. Hmm. So the main character, and it's being narrated in uh, uh, first person, like a voiceover first person by the main character is uh, a 12-year-old boy, but it's, it's, it's him in the future. It's him as a man telling the story from his past. when He was hmm. 12, you know, during this time. And he's he his big thing is the first scene is he's waiting for his bicycle to be made or to be repaired by his father and so he can catch up with the other boys in the town and ride with them and he does his dad gets it done he gets on the bicycle and he rides with his boys um his buddies but he's also another big thing about him is he wants for for his birthday his upcoming birthday more than anything he wants a pair of pants he wants a pair of pants because he's forced to wear shorts every day or a single pair of shorts rather because back then uh, you know you're too poor and you want to give a growing boy a pair of pants well he's going to grow out of them within a year and you have to get a new pair and then a new pair and a new pair and if you give him shorts well you don't really grow out of the shorts that that quickly Give him a little bigger size and put put a belt around it, and as he grows taller, it's like not a big deal, right? Mm -hmm. So he wants a pair of pants. Why does he want a pair of pants? Because wearing a pair of shorts makes him a little boy, and he wants to look like an adult. He wants to look like a man. Getting that mustache finally growing in, even though it's pathetic and and butt liquor, it's still a point of pride to that thirteen year old boy, and. Uh, Remember combing yours, your little peach fuzz upper lip? Remember combing it? No, I the actually never was... you had back when you were a boy. No, I was actually never too. Um, <laughs> I was never too concerned with facial hair, just because I felt like, you know, I don't remember a lot of people in high school, you know, growing beards or saying like, "Oh, you got facial hair first. I just, I just remember not caring. I, was, I don't remember when I even started shaving. I was probably midway through high school, but it was just like, okay. I just have to shave less kind of a thing. It was very rare to find a boy our age or going to high school in our class. There's very few who could actually grow facial hair with the shit. Uh, there's one kid named Anthony. I won't say his last name. Sort of with an M. I'm sure you can remember. That kid basically threw to grow a Saudi beard at the age of 15. It was insane. Uh, um, I actually don't remember who you're talking about. But anyway. Anthony... His last name starts with an M. I won't say it. Mm. But I remember looking at beard and envy. And it's still a way better beard than I could grow today. And he was 15. Like, so you get those weird freaks in situations. There's a buddy of mine named Clint, and he had a best friend when he moved out to Eldorado Hills. And the guy looked 40. As a 16 year old, he looked like he was 40 years old, 35 to 40. And he could grow mm. a full on man beard like that. It's like, what the fuck is this? You know, 
But aside from the freaks of nature, uh, I was one of the definitely pioneers of our grade for, for facial hair. You know, I was the first to grow a soul patch out and my buddy Cody copied and then he just, I would shave it. I would keep it all, all my life. I keep it for like a couple to a couple weeks to a month or so. Uh, he kept it from junior year on, never shaved it. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I tried a couple little beard things and, uh, couldn't, you know, it just, whatever. I, I tried a few things. I was a little bit better than most kids our age when it came to facial hair, but I still wasn't great, but it is funny. Uh, Cause I don't know if girls would like it, but other boys would be like, Oh, nice man. I like it. I like it. Cause I, I don't know. It's like, Hey, we're, we're starting to grow up. We're all starting to grow. We're all starting to become men and I can't grow a beard, but I'm seeing my buddy and he's starting to grow a beard. And it's like, Hey, this is, this is happening for us. We're getting older guys. I feel like that maybe that's what that was. But <clears throat> um, anyway, we're, we're also anxious to grow up when we're that young. <sighs> anyway, so back to the movie. Um, he wants a pair of pants. That's just like a little fun little factoid on the side about the character and the time. <clears throat> but the first scene, he rides the bicycle with the with his friends, and they stop off on this parapet that goes over the coast. That's on top of the coast or whatever. Um, and they sit on the edge of it and they're looking at the road, and they're all there, like, wait, 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 she comes, here she comes. And by the way, this movie is hundred percent Italian, so you have to read subtitles. And what happens is you see Malena come out of her house. It's played by Monica Bellucci, and she's dressed up in this beautiful dress, and she's gorgeous, and she is the most beautiful woman in town. It's not even close, because it's Monica Bellucci. Are you kidding me? And the boys are all watching her with their jaws dropped to the ground. Like, oh, my gosh. And our main character, the 12-year-old boy, sees her, and he's looking at her, and then he looks down at his crotch, and he suddenly sees his, his crotch growing throughout uh, from out of his pants like he's getting his first direction and, he, and he's like what the fuck he doesn't understand what's happening to him uh that's the first scene he sees her walk away um what happens is he becomes obsessed with her he has this massive crush and he starts following her around and he starts to see what she, what she's doing in her day-to-day -day life and where who her relationships are so she's married and she, her husband's off at the war right and what eventually happens is so the boy he, he he eventually learns to masturbate and he's masturbating too much to her or whatever. And he gets his ass beat because it's very Catholic over there in Italy and uh, whatever. But uh, he continues to stalk her and watch her. And uh, eventually word comes back that her husband died in the war. Well, suddenly the most beautiful town or the most beautiful woman in town is available again. She's single. And what this town does to her is nothing short of shameful and terrible. It's it's because all the men wanna they wanna get their they wanna take their shot at her. They don't even know her. They don't even know if they even like her on a personal level, right? She's just so beautiful. They don't want to fuck her or marry her or whatever just based on her looks. And all the women are fiercely jealous of her because they're stealing the attention she's stealing the attention and efforts away from from uh their men in some cases married men in which case she's she's a home wrecker now right even though she's not doing anything and she's trying to just be or grieve for her husband and uh i'll stop it there but it, mm. it's extremely 
eye-opening, terrible what what this world can and does to extraordinarily beautiful women. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. But uh, yeah, great film. Great film. I cry, of course, like I do in every movie. Ah. <sighs> What are you drinking? Uh, actually, I was going to say um, or ask you earlier. I laughed at what you said. I asked your recommendation earlier. It was offline. I said, Basil Hayden or Evan Williams. You said, do you want to be inside of it or do you want it to be inside of you? <laughs> so do you, uh, want to, you want, do you want to put your dick inside of it or do you want to put this dick inside of you is what I said. That's right. You and said. I chose Evan Williams. But I actually don't know what you meant by that. You haven't seen, um, what's it called? Uh, ooh, what's it called? Uh, beer Fest? It's a line from Beer Fest. Literally cool from Beer Fest. Is it really? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. So the scene is that they just found the secret recipe in Mr. Popo. Have you seen Beer Fest? You've seen Beer Fest, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember Mr. Popo? It's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. How the boot explodes in your face. Face <laughs> explodes or whatever. With a little creepy puppet thing, a German like puppet with the lecherhosen. But anyway, they he, he, uh, the the Jewish guy, he he gets frustrated and he knocks the Mr. Popo out of his out of uh, I can't remember his name. Farland or what's his name? Not Farland. Uh Farver, what is his name? Oh, Far, uh, Farva. Mm. He's Farva in Farva. Super Troopers. Is his name still Farva in that? Oh, probably not. No. But it's the guy who plays Farva. Uh, he's in. Uh, he's my. He's my favorite. And he's the best in uh, Beer Fest. That's his best role. Beer Fest is the best thing they've done. Uh, they've done. It really is it's the best. But. Um, the the Jewish scientist guy knocks Mr. Popo out of his hands and the head comes off and then they find uh, the rolled up secret recipe to the family, the von Stauffen beer recipe or whatever it is from Germany. And so they make it. They make the beer and it's the greatest beer in all its affairs, right? Tastes best. And they're sipping on it one by one. It's, oh my gosh, it's the best beer ever. And one says... Uh, I, I just want to, I just want to swim in it. And the other one goes, I want to, I want to put my dick in it. One says, well, I want to put my dick in it. And, the other, and then the last guy goes, Are you kidding me? I want it to put its dick inside me. So that's it. That's, for, that's what that's from. So if it's I actually don't so good, that, no. if it's so good, if a beverage is so good that uh, the tippy tippy top compliment for a beverage is you want it to put its dick inside of you. A good compliment is I want to put my dick in it the best the best thing you've ever tasted or something really really high quality you want it to put its stick inside of you which is what the basil hayden was in the in in the context of verses in evan williams so i asked you do you want to put your dick in it or do you want to you want it to put stick inside you well if you want it to put a stick inside you you want to you want the basil hayden that's that good dick that's that good gotcha. whiskey dick right there and uh if you want to put your dick inside of it and yeah, you just you just want to have a good time. Nothing too life altering. Give it to Evan Williams. Give Evan Williams a dick. You fuck it back. <laughs> where did that, that come from? 
Anyway, so you're having Evan Williams. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And I'm and I'm having vodka on the rocks with a little soda water and lime juice. Some lime wedges I I sliced up. My grandma's <laughs> dog is outside in this misty air and doesn't like it. It's misting out here. Yeah. Dude, we've been getting a ton of precip here in uh, Western Montana. It's been raining the last four weekends in a row. Sunny all week, 70, maybe 80 degrees. Friday comes around. It's time to go camping. Pissing. Except on the weekends, yeah. It starts yeah. pissing right in my mouth. Is that and what it's... you think rain is? Is God pissing in your mouth? Is that what you think? No. Or on your no. head? <laughs> No, it piss on my head. Oh, fuck. just bites some strange line comes up <laughs> every time. Every <laughs> and you know what? I've found most people when I bring that movie up, they've never even heard of it. So people are probably like, What the fuck are these idiots talking about? Which again is London. It's, cult it's not even a cult classic, it's a Gregory classic. It's a Gregory cult classic. It's something I discovered that only I know about, but it's shown to other people who I'm close with. And they love it. That's just a little inside joke we have. But because uh, it got panned by the critics and it got panned in the box office. Nobody's watched it. And we tell people when we listen, like, hey, you want to know what we're talking about? Watch the fucking movie. I think still you can watch it for free um, on Amazon Prime. Last I checked. Maybe not anymore. Maybe it's gone. But you can rent it at least for like $3.99, I'm sure. Watch it. Uh, you know what the I price, bought? Uh... It's a price of a cheeseburger. You can get a, a hell of a movie experience. Is a cheeseburger four bucks anywhere anymore? Everywhere, man. They're lucky to get one under six bucks. You know? Are you saying? Oh, are you saying you can? Can you even get a cheeseburger for four bucks anymore? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can. Oh. Like a McDonald's. Eh, maybe McDonald's. You can go to In and Out. Oh, McDonald's. Still. Oh, yeah. You can get a cheeseburger at McDonald's for mm. for under three, I think. And you can get a In and Out double double for under four. Three, three something in the high threes, but yeah, for sure. Mm. But that inflation is starting to really pick up, so maybe that that is going the way of the dodo. Yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I miss an out burger, man. I really do. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever make it to Montana. Ever. You might be right. They're in Texas. You know that. They've been in Texas since like 2011, which baffled me. I didn't know they'd been there that long. Hmm. They got a lot. They got a lot of them in Texas. But apparently it's just not the same. I've heard people who've, who know in and out like Californians and they go to Texas and they try it and it's like, it's not the same because Texans do not go crazy for in and out to my understanding. So... Hmm. Kind of interesting. What is up with those fuckers from uh, Texas, Florida, where else? Mainly like East Coast and the South. They're like, yeah, I don't really get what the big old craze is about in and out. We all like Chick Fil A because we're racist and hate gays. It's like, what the fuck, man? Hey, you watch your tongue about Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is awesome. Chick Fil A is hot fucking garbage. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Do you not like fried chicken? Is that is that what this is? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, if I do, if I do, I get my fix from Popeye's, not Chick-fil-A. Are you joking me? You know what they used to have in the, the one thing I liked there was they had an Asian chicken salad. It's fucking delicious. Don't have it anymore. Oh, and I don't no. even, I'm not even a salad guy. I don't even like, it's not like I eat a salad everywhere I go. I should. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should. Like a pig. Um, <laughs> no, I got nothing against Popeyes. I think Popeyes is the king of the fried chicken fast food restaurant joints. But if you're gonna, I've I've tried the the Popeyes fried chicken sandwich, and I, I don't think it's worth it compared to a Chick Fil A. I think Chick Fil A maybe has the edge. It's very close, but every time I've been to a Popeyes, they always sell out. It's like impossible to get a fucking fried chicken, and the line is insane. But that could be different, you know, just like from region to region or area to area. It could be specific to me, where I, my experience. Because there's not a lot of Popeyes out here. And there's zero fucking Chick-fil-A's. Chick-fil-A has been outlawed in California, more or less. They're not entirely. Obviously, there are some, but they've been outlawed in um, San Francisco. And I think they may have been outlawed in all of Monterey County because I don't think there are any here in Monterey because of the gay shit. The anti-gay stuff. They all boycotted really? it. Yeah. Oh but shit! First time I had Chick Fil A was in Folsom, so they got them in the Sacramento area, but and they have them in the Bay Area still. Parts of the Bay Area you can find them, but uh, hmm. yeah, they got one now in Rancho Cordova, I believe. So I mean, they're they're around. They're just in California. It's just they're very particular. And, uh, yeah, like you said, you, you brought that up. That, that's ancient history. That was the 2008 election that, that they got outed for being anti-gay, right? For anti-gay marriage. Yeah. Right? And um, it still sits with them 14 years later. You know, you still brought, you fucking nun, you anti-gay foot, whatever you called it. I don't know what you called it, but... <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember either. It's gone. Yeah. You're not smoking anything, I take it. No, I actually ended up not getting to smoke my cigar today. Oh, too bad, too bad. I smoked one yesterday. I've smoked, uh, I don't know what to say. Maybe three, you dirty dog. Three yeah. You dirty yeah. dog. I'm jealous. I need to to get my life together and do a job like that where I just kind of dictate what time I get up, go work out, pick the dog all morning and then say, I'm going to head into the office and do a whole lot of nothing and just rake in that paper like most realtors do. No offense. Dick the dog all morning or kick the dog? What are you talking about? Dick the dog. Isn't that the saying? You dick the dog all day. You screwed the pooch. And she blew it. You say you dick the dog. It's like a it's like a play on. It's like a, a vulgar direct play on. Pooch. Oh, I, I wonder if I can pull up my history. I looked up something. I was trying to look up one of those phrases. Fuck, what was it? A guy I work with always says it. And I couldn't remember it. So I typed it into Google. Um pant pant legging or shirt tailing or something like that i googled it and it was like the different meanings in urban dictionaries like when when riding someone's coattails when two 
yeah but i typed it in wrong for the way he always says like yeah he's he's like somebody he's like no he was yeah, i think he always says yeah he's pant legging me or i pant like the guy you know, hey man come here come here come here like you know you're pant legging somebody hey dude i think i said shirt i don't shirt. i don't i actually don't know pant legging what is that i've never heard of that before that uh that turn of phrase well that's why i couldn't remember i'm gonna have to ask the guy when i see him like what's that term he's like yeah i'm totally pant 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 legging him fuck i can't remember it uh dick okay, the dog so, is, is to, back to dick the dog is to engage in unproductive activity waste time commonly used in the u.s navy when you guys are done dicking the dog i could use a hand over here so we have uh, that i see i see but it's a, it's a play on it's a play on screwing the pooch i thought yeah but i screwed the pooch for me has always been you blew it you, you had your shot to do this or whatever and you blew it i could you you had your chance when you came to me a few weeks ago, but you blew it. You blew it. You know that one? Uh-uh. That's Robert De Niro opposite Sylvester Stallone. It's called Copland. Hmm. I've never you're seen trying that. To take down, you're trying to take down a bunch of corrupt cops in their precinct or whatever. And I think Bobby D, he must be uh, internal affairs. He's IA or whatever. And... Uh, he comes to he came to him you had your chance when i came to came to you a few weeks ago and you blew it you blew it yeah you don't know that that's a good classic little thing no i've uh, actually never seen that yeah uh, i don't think it's a very good movie but that line's good i don't know if it's so, a memorable movie but i try to watch it then i stop watching about 30 minutes into it it's loaded it's, with a lot of people it's a lot of i think there's a lot of, of good actors in it sounds gay as fuck but anyway i might check it out uh shirt tailing is what i typed in earlier sorry i'm fixated on this i typed in shirt. i'm like what the fuck is that mike mike's his name what is that mike always says i type in shirt tailing and it comes up urban dictionary when a man is having rapid intercourse with a woman and another man sticks his dick to the first man's dick and it says side and the force from the first dick pulls the second dick into the woman along with it <laughs> actually I cannot picture that image at all. I just yeah, I don't over my head. Yeah, I don't get the dick side and the force from the first dick pulls the second dick into the woman along with it. Huh? It's I can't imagine it. I just can't. And I'm trying as gay as it is. I'm trying. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's it. just like a DP, but just sideways. I guess so. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, it does remind me of another silly ass urban dictionary gay term you ever heard of docking you know what docking is yeah that is fucking gay <laughs> i was trying to keep this not gay no offense to the homosexuals you hey that's you're the fine one who brought but... up fraud you're the one who brought up fraudage what do you what do you expect what is fraudage? Fraudage. fraudage fraudage is when two men rub their dicks together that's the technical term for it fraudage you never f-r-o-t-t-a-g-e yeah but that not to say like I've never done this, so it seems extremely uncomfortable. Uh, but DP and a chick, your dick's touching another dude's dick. That's pretty fucking weird. Crossing swords, yes, it's the worst. I've never experienced it, but I can only imagine. <laughs> I remember watching a, a a documentary about porno making, pornos, I think, and. Uh, there was uh, behind the scenes or trying to shoot this 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 uh, 
TP, this triple team. And uh, so there's a guy who is on the bottom and the girl's on top of him, but reverse, what is it, like table topping? Like reverse cowgirl, but on her, on her, on her hands, lean back on her hands with her legs up like that. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking or about. Or whatever. Really... She's just lying. Maybe she's just lying on her back on his stomach. And then there's a guy on top of her in the vagina. And then the girl's taking a dick in the mouth. Okay. And <laughs> the scene, they're trying to get it going. And the guy in the bottom starts going, his dick is touching me. His dick is touching me. Like he screams out. Like he's really bothered by it. And the director's like, dude, but you're, or one of the guys like, dude, my dick is not touching yours. Okay, it isn't. Like, calm down. I just remember that that image. It's so fucking funny. The guy's like screaming out. <laughs> I've got another guy's dick touching his when he's in the middle of a triple team. Oh, oh my God. If you, uh, you've DP'd a chick before, right? Um, <clears throat> thanks, Johnny. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, is this a sore subject or something? I guess what, what defines a DP, a double penetration, does that need to be both, both vagina and asshole at the same time? Or does that mean vagina and mouth spit roasting a girl? Because I've spit roasted a girl. No, I you think know, it's just with a friend. I think it's just any, if it was like double vaginal penetration, that means so you're a, spit yeah, ro- a good old fashioned you- spit roast. Yeah, spit roasting is technically a DP as well. And yes, I would believe so. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I've maybe have attempted the other way, the the anal and vaginal thing, but I don't know if that was successful or not. Uh, Not that it matters. Uh, But yes, I've done I've done pretty much everything before, Johnny. What's your point? Why'd you bring that up? I was just a talking. It was just a talking point, man. I'm not telling the story. I'm not. So we're moving on. Was, why why don't you want to tell the story? Is it like a is it like a embarrassing subject or something or uh, Is this against your Catholic religion? No, I don't know. I, I these days my sexual exploits I don't carry them with as much pride as I used to. It's very strange. Uh, maybe I'm 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 developing some some healthy shame for what I've done all the things the dirty things I've done in my life. All um, of these things that I've done. The killers. <laughs> no? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's kind of like what we talked about earlier, about the prostitutes and the hookers and the strippers and shit. And you do, you, you're only good for so many fucks until you get ruined and stop being special. And I, yeah, and I, I mean, not saying give yourself five gold stars for it. I was just curious. DP to chick, talking point. I, I have okay. it, so I don't know. I was just curious. Okay, if you want to know, I'll tell the story. So I think it was a random Thursday night, Sacramento, obviously, where I used to prowl around with my buddies. And uh, we went up to Midtown, and it was dead out. It wasn't going on that heavily. It was pretty dead out. And uh, we were just bar hopping, trying to see what was going on in each place. And we went to this one bar, it's a country bar, no music going on, no live music, at least usually it does on the weekend, but it's Thursday again, remember. And there's nobody in there except for two ladies and a guy sitting in a booth near the entrance. One of them, short curly hair, short curly dark hair, olive complexion, 
pretty girl turns and she gives me this big smile as I walk by. Smile back, whatever. We go to the end of the bar. I don't even know if we get drinks. We're thinking, we're debating. It's me, my one buddy, and another. And then my brother was out with us that night too, but he wasn't in there at that time, I don't think. Um, for some reason, whatever. And uh, we're debating if we even want to stay there. And But this girl keeps on turning over her left shoulder, looking across the room and smiling at me very aggressively. Smile at her. Oh, yeah. And we're basically like, well, it's, it's not worth getting a drink here. I was like, well, well let's do this. Like, let me go shoot my shot with this girl over here. And when we when I strike out or see how it goes, we'll go afterwards. If I, if I strike out, big deal. We're leaving anyway. So I walk up to her and I say, hey. And then she turns around. She gives me her full, full attention. And she's like, hi. And she introduces herself and this and that. And she introduces me to her friends. They were just her friends. Not a couple situation. I think the other two were a couple, but she was on her own. And I said, well, it's like, where are you? she asked me where I was going. I was like, well, we're, we're going to go to this other place. You're welcome to join us. We're going to go there right now. Just take it like, oh, okay. And maybe we even exchange numbers. I'm not sure. But um, so we go to the other place. And this is funny. When we get there, there's a girl inside this bar. It's, it's a little more crowded, but there's a girl inside this bar that I had fucked. I don't know how long ago, like maybe three or four months. Oh, it's probably four or five months later. And there she is. I go, oh, hi. Hi. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember her name. Jacqueline, maybe. And I go, hi. And then I, the first thing I said to her was like, I'm glad to see you're not pregnant. And uh, <sighs> which, is, <laughs> which is an inside joke because I fucked her in like three or it might have been like Oh, it might have been like a week later was my brother's bachelor party and a bunch of a uh, bunch of his buddies and, and Sam who came down for it, came up for it, rather, whatever, he came over to Sacramento for it. And I'm regaling him, at least the story of what, I, you know, how I screwed this, this girl from last week. And. Uh, and it was a, a funny story, but. Essentially, I. I. I uh, I screwed her doggy style on the couch and I came inside of her. I told Sam that and he's like, uh, did you wear a condom? I was like, no, I didn't wear a condom. And he goes, fuck. He's like, he's like, how do you know she's not pregnant right now? I'm like, oh, I'm sure she, she wouldn't have let me do it if she was, if she wasn't on birth control. I'm sure she was on birth control. And, uh, cause I told her I was doing it and I did it and it was like nothing, you know? And it, was, it wasn't like I just accidentally did it or I did it with that. I announced it. I'm coming, I'm coming. And I maybe told her I'm going to come her pussy. And she didn't stop. Right. And, um, and I clearly did afterwards. And she didn't say anything afterwards. She was fine with it. And um, I was like, you should text. He's like, you should text her right now and um, find out if she's on birth control. And so I'm like, okay. So I texted her. And I said, hey, um, this is going to sound weird or whatever. I just re remembered that last week I popped inside of you without wearing a rubber or whatever I said. Uh, you're on birth control, right? Question mark. And then she said, no. She responded and said, no. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And, and she's like, like, what do you mean? He's like, who says popped anymore anyway? How old are you? And I'm like, I don't know. And 
what happens is the guys in the bachelor party took my phone over and started texting her all these nasty things. And it turned into this bachelor party game, treated her terribly um, on the text. Stuff I would never say. Was like, you should come come over under my desk, suck my cock under my desk while I try to, you know, while I'm taking phone calls. I can't remember one of the text messages that these guys said. It was fucking ridiculous. But anyway, so four or five months later, I see her, right? And so that's the first thing I say. Like, well, I'm glad to see you're not pregnant because it's kind of left in the air. And, and we just had this little back and forth. I can give a fuck. But next thing I know, I was like, well, fuck, you want to fuck? And she's on and she's into it. And I take her around the side and I peel down her top of her dress and I suck on her titty and, and, but she wants to wait or whatever and do stuff, you know, still. So later I'm like, okay. And what do you know? The girl from the previous place shows up at this bar by herself. And I'm sitting with my one friend and she joins us and it's the two of us. And she's just very playful with both of us, very heavily flirtatious with both of us. And my buddy suggests going back to his place and getting some tequila there. And she's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. The three of us. And we're going and we're like, oh, okay. We get an Uber or a taxi. And I remember there was this moment where I look at my buddy and behind her, like where, where she's in the, she's in the, in the middle seat in the back and I'm on the right and he's on the left window seat. And looking behind her head and, and looking at my buddy and, and giving that eye, like, is this fucking really going to happen? Like, this is happening? And it was like, I think so. Like, this is tacit understanding of what was about to go down. And so, um, so we go back. And uh, I don't want to talk about the shot situation, the shot situation, right? I shouldn't talk about that, right? But we, we take some, we each take a tequila shot um, when we get there. And I think my buddy suggests getting a massage. Like he asks her for a massage. And so we take her to the couch. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll massage her while you massage him. So we have this little massage train where she's in the middle and I'm massaging her. And then she's wearing a tank top, no bra. And I, and I noticed she's got her nipples pierced. And I just address it. I say, are, are your nipples pierced? And she goes, yeah, they are or whatever. Yeah, they are. And my buddy turns around. And he goes, well, I got to see this. And he peels her, exposes her breasts. And he starts sucking on her titties. What do I do? I turn her chin towards me. And I start making out with her. Next thing you know, we take her to the bedroom. And we do a, we do a three-way. Now, full confession. I struggled with an erection. I did not enjoy having to share a woman with another guy. And uh, I eventually accomplished it full sale. We did it officially. Uh, but I remember there's a moment <clears throat> where I'm just like, I'm just going to take her into the other room when my buddy's finished. I'm just going to fuck her to myself because I'm not going to arrive in the situation. And my buddy is fucking her on her back missionary and uh he says i'm gonna come on your face and normally i don't like to ruin somebody's experience but <laughs> i had to say something because i was planning on continuing to fuck her no said, no no <laughs> i just said please don't stop the ride stop the ride <laughs> so 
he didn't. But anyway, um, I, uh, uh, I, yeah, I eventually I took her to the other room and I continued fucking her. And the, the story with her was she was, she ended up being quite taken with me, uh, taken by me or whatever. And, um, she had like a friend text me. She confessed to it later. It was weird. Like what? It was strange. I, I don't even know what the fuck that was about. That was weird. But she was like, I just really wanted to see you again. Something like that. And I'm like, oh, well, could have just asked. <clears throat> I'm a very accepting person. But uh, um, I, uh, I saw her a couple of times. Like I, I met her out, I think, maybe randomly again or whatever. I don't know how we, how we saw each other again. But we did. And she globbed on me like quite on rice. And um, we went back to that same buddy's house and uh, <clears throat> he struck out and it was just going to be me and her. With, but he struck out with another no, girl or with, with Yeah, her. he just didn't, he came home, he didn't have any girl. And it was oh. just like, okay. I was like, there's this girl we both DP'd, we gang banged or whatever, double team. Uh, it's a bit roasted. Uh, not so long ago, maybe like two, three, three weeks before. Now she was going through a divorce also. She just got done with her marriage. Um, so technically she, she was still married, I guess, but she was officially split, so I guess during the clear there. But <clears throat> um, she's athletic, very fit. She kept it tight, very pretty cool. But uh, um, what happened? <clears throat> so when we got that, the second time we went back to his house, I was just going to screw her in the guest bedroom that he, he had this futon couch bed thing, right? You know, when it's like a sofa, then you, you lay it down, it becomes a bed. Like he, he got it and put it in the guest room when uh, it was empty. Well, there's, he had no renter. And he goes, this is your birthday present. So we can bring girls back here and screw them on there. And I had many great experiences on that thing, much like I did before on their massive U-shaped couch. I fucked in every single area. I fucked in every single one of the rooms in that in that in that property. I fucked Even in the, the garage, bedroom? the detached the detached garage. Yes, of course, in all three bedrooms. I had three bedroom, one bath. I fucked in the kitchen. I fucked in the and I fucked a girl in the kitchen. I fucked a girl, many girls in the couch in the living room. I fucked a girl in that bathroom. A couple girls in that bathroom. I fucked a girl in the detached garage, a number of a good number of girls in, in the guest bedroom. And then in the second bedroom, uh, one or two. And then, yeah, I guess, well, maybe just one. The second one, I didn't, it, that was a funny one. The second one's a hilarious, hilarious story, but I'm not going to tell that one. And then I, I've obviously I screwed into his main room, the, the double, the double team. And then again, the, the, another double team because you uh, double teamed her in his bedroom or in the yeah. in his bedroom. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What's the matter? What's Some the fucking matter, man? Wash out, man. Remind what? me not let remind me not to let your house sit. Wait, wait, no, no, no. It's his it was his room, dude. It was his room. Oh he, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. oh, okay. You fucking guy. Who wouldn't do that without his approval? Um, 
actually, yes, I would. I'd expect my brother to be down with me having sex with a girl in his bed. You should have let that happen. I wouldn't be mad. I'd be happy for you. I'd be happy. I can always change my sheets. Not a big deal. You know? Well, I think of the kind of girls my brother would bring home, and I'd want no part of it, but either way. Well, that's not the type of girls I would bring back home. Okay? <laughs> Very big difference. All right. But anyway, so uh, the second time, um, I felt just like I, I just like, I, all right, we already did it once. He, he's kind of been a sourpuss about it. Like, and she's like, I'm down for whatever makes everybody happy. That's what she said to me. I'm like, all right, well, let's go. Let's go do it again. And uh, so we did that. But it turned into a semi-regular thing. Whenever I drove up to Sacramento, because I wasn't living in Sacramento during this time, um, I would... Uh, I would make a call and say, hey, I'm coming in. And she'd have me over one night, like my first night there, and we would fuck. And then I'd wake up the next morning and she'd be go to work and she'd be like, stay as long as you like and this and that. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go. I got shit to do. That's why I'm up here. But uh, so that was a regular thing. It's for screwing her. She's very, uh, she, was, she was an info, legitimately an info. I fucked her on, she had a, one time at her place in her bedroom, I saw a hook on the ceiling in her bedroom next to her bed. And I said, is that what I think that is? And she's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, you, do you have, do you have a fuck swing? I was like, yeah, I have it. It's, it's, it's in the closet. I'm like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do that. And so I did it with her and a fuck swing. And what happened? It was dangerous. <laughs> I, I realized, I realized that a fuck swing, like what I, how I used it was I stood still, right? She was on her back, missionary, and I'd stand still, squatted my legs like I was in a linebacker position, like the, the preset for a linebacker position. And I just had my dick pointed out there and inside of her. And then I just swung her and slid her back and forth on my cock. <laughs> That's all I did. And it got to the point where I was like, this is kind of dangerous because there's a lot of, you know, I could miss and jam up my cock real bad. And it was oh, really yeah. awful. And I realized, oh, I, I was using it wrong. What you're supposed to do is you're just supposed to fuck her and her pussy. And then you're supposed to twirl her around and switch off between her mouth and her pussy as needed. That's, what, that's how you properly use a fuck swing. You can swing around in it for fun, I guess, sometimes, but. To be to all honesty, the effectiveness, the best utilization is to screw her in the pussy and then rotate her around so you can screw her in her mouth pretty much instant, instantly. The girl sounds like a great um, white buffalo, man. I don't even know what that means. It's a great white buffalo. What does that mean? <laughs> it's almost like the one that got away, but not in a romantic, uh, not romantic no, sense. <laughs> Just a... Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be in a romantic sense. The Great White Buffalo is the one that got away. That's from a hot tub time machine. I'm retarded. Um, John Cusack's Great White Buffalo. It's like the one girl that got away. But no, uh-huh. in, 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 Moby uh, Dick, huh? Yeah, in the sense of sexual experiences, I feel like there's also Great White Buffaloes are those ones that were just down for anything, man. You just got to ride that train as long as you can. It was not the best sex of my life. Good, good sex, great sex. Not the best. Um... But she, uh, uh, she was an info. It, she just needed it all the time. And um, 
we didn't have anything. There were no commitments. It was clearly just a sexual relationship, just a casual sexual relationship. Um, but, you know, I'd see her. I saw her once or maybe twice separate, separate from going out in Sacramento um, while we were still fucking. And she was, she nabbed some fucking unassuming poor schmuck that she was going to fuck that night, you know? It's very easy as a woman. Especially if you're an attractive, beautiful woman. It's very easy. Just go out and get any guy and fuck, and fuck him, right? It's not, a, it's not a, it doesn't take any skill, right? And so she did that. So I remember seeing her and like, she was with somebody and she, she's like, oh, are we okay? And she was like worried about me. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're fine. I'm going to go out and try to fuck some other girl, my, some other girl myself. Don't worry about it. And she's like, okay. And she kissed me on the lips. And that was probably the last conversation I saw I had with her. Hmm. Um, unless I did fuck her one more time. The last time I fucked her though, I got uh, urethritis. I got in my urethra. Yeah. Seriously? I didn't. T- yeah. I didn't test positive for anything. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, but I, I did have like the fucking shit coming out of my cock. Um, like a cr- creamy, creamy, yellowish, pale shit. Yeah. Seriously? What's it called? Morning drip? Yeah. No mm-hmm. shit. Super itchy. Oh. It was super Ooh. itchy Ooh. inside the urethra. You just be rubbing it like, oh. And when you take a piss, it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, have you it ever didn't burn. Have you ever had where you uh, jerk off or something? Uh, this is mainly happened to me jerking off, but you jerk off or something right before, uh, like right before bed, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck you do if it's like you jerk off and then you. I think it's a pretty common thing. I looked it up, but I also don't remember. Um, you jerk off, you get ready to go to bed, you're like, ah, I'm so relaxed. Have you have been single when this happens? But then it feels like you have to pee. And it doesn't go away. Like you go pee and you're like, I fucking still feel like I have to pee. Have you ever had that happen? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. That's it, happened like, to me. I have, I have, time. I, I, you know, I, there's parts where like I try as the habit after ejaculating to go pee because I want to wash out all the, the remnants of my jizz shot out of my urethra just to clean it all out. That's at least what I think. And I'm sort of OCD. If I don't do it, it bothers me. I feel like it's kind of all gunking up in there. And so I want to pee afterwards. Sometimes it's difficult for me to afterwards, and I don't. And it kind of like, ooh, I really want to. Or I, I also struggle with a shy bladder. So getting me to pee on command isn't when, I, when I'm putting pressure on myself. It's very difficult. So... Hmm. I guess that's about basically as close as I can get to what you're talking about, I guess. Uh, it, yeah, it might've honestly been me masturbating too much, or I, I think what I found, and if I remember right, you know, I'm researching it up, like, why the fuck can't I go to bed? I can't, I can't stop feeling like I have to pee and eventually it just goes away. But uh, it said <laughs> something about like, yeah, when, if you urinate too soon or something in between like ejaculating, it's like the semen kind of, it almost like clogs up your urethra a little bit and it'll just feel like you have to pee. Something lasts like, it seems like an eternity. I've had times where I'm laying in bed like, fuck, go away. Uh, but just, yeah, oh. just kind of goes away. It's really weird. That's why I was super bizarre. I was curious if it ever happened to you. But, and when you said you got your, your, uh, urethra, your, urethritis, your, urethritis, urethritis or urethritis, one of the two. Uh, yeah. But no, can't, not, 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 
knock on wood, never had anything uh, other than pee or it wasn't sperm painful, come out of that. And they just boy. gave me an antibiotic pill. They just gave me an antibiotic pill. One, one and done. I was in. I've uh, yeah. had to go to a doctress. She had to look and stare at my cock for a little bit. Was that embarrassing yeah. going to a woman doctor? A long, big, long bit. Huh? What? Was that embarrassing going to a woman doctor for it? No, no, no. They like it. They, they get all excited. It's interesting. They get all excited. She had like little, I could see it. She had like a little smirk. We're like, all right, let's drop them. You know, like she, she was excited. Huh. She looked at it. She, she, she's looking at it. She's examining it. She, yeah, she, she was enjoying that time. But uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, what was I saying? There was some other shit. Oh yeah, there's a there's a story where I uh, I uh, I got this girl because I was reminded of this. Um, and this is a good line for any guys out there if they want to use it trying to pick up girls. Um, there was a uh, this girl. Okay, was reminded that story was that that futon bed in the guest bedroom because I think the first time I used it was this story, <clears throat> and we went out actually ironically that same bar in the story where I met the girl from the three way that first time, but it was a regular big weekend night and it was packed, and it had ended and people were you know, compiled outside waiting for their their rides to go home or whatever. And there were two girls. One of them was a girl that sort of worked at my buddy's work or in some capacity or whatever. I don't understand it. And she was a model and she was attractive, very attractive girl. And she had a sister that was visiting from out of town or whatever. I don't know if she's in LA or something. I think so. And they were out there and my buddy was talking to her. Not He, doesn't, he didn't like her. They didn't get along very much, but he was like this cordial have to talk to one another, right? When they see each other out. Maybe they were talking off, off, uh, office gossip. Office gossip, office gossip, office gossip, office gossip. Say it that three times fast. Office, office gossip. Office Anyways, gossip, office gossip, office gossip. That was saying it three times slowly. Office but, gossip, office gossip, office gossip. Uh, <laughs> you, you hooked up a little bit there. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, the sister, pretty girl, very pretty girl. She was there and she sees me or whatever. And she's like, I don't know if she's, she's put on the, 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 the tough, uh, the tough um, exterior or whatever, like unimpressed. And, and she's like, so uh, what do you do? She asks me that. And I just I had this, this idea of a line planned for if a girl ever asked for now on because girls always ask that like what do you do they want to know what you do for work if they so they know how attractive they're allowed to be for you you know oh i'm i'm a i'm a fucking loser oh, okay i'm moving on i don't care how <laughs> okay you or whatever or you could be fucking you know what's his name norman munster or whatever the guy from the munsters and uh oh i'm a tech billionaire and she's all over you johnson right but <laughs> But anyway, so she goes, so what do you do? I just go, oh, I'm a movie star. And she laughs at it because it's clearly a joke, right? And she goes, oh. <laughs> and she goes, really? And he goes, what kind of movies have you been in? And then I just started 
railing out and naming off as many Jack Nicholson movies as I possibly could think of. <laughs> the Shining, <laughs> Easy Rider. <laughs> you know, I said, uh, uh, what else is there? Chinatown, blah, blah, blah. as good as it gets. And she, she goes, wow. oh, and she laughs. She goes, she laughs. She just Jack Nicholson. And then I, and I said, I said, terms of endearment next after she called out Jack Nicholson. And she goes, oh, I love that movie. I was like, yeah, it's a great movie. And it was like Shirley MacLaine and, and Deborah Winger. And, and I actually hadn't even seen that movie. I just know of it and seen like the ending of it. And I know Deborah Winger dies of cancer. And Jack Nicholson's in it. He's kind of screws around with Shirley MacLaine, I think. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I said something like that, great movie. She just grabbed my head, fucked up my hair, and started fucking making out with my face. Mm. Fucking, that was it. Next thing you know, we got a ride. I guess they're coming back to our place. And I took her into that that uh, um, that bedroom. I didn't guess. I did. And I pulled down her pants. And she's on her knees. And her, her, her right cheek is just on that uh, uh, futon bed. Right? So she's propped up her ass. And I pulled down her pants. And I'm just licking her pussy and her crack. I got my nose all up in there. I'm just up and down, going crazy. I'm getting my dick ready. And then it's ready. And it's happening. And I get my dick ready. And I, and I start putting it on the crack. And then she goes, whoop. And she goes, she pulls up and she bolts. That was it. That was it, Johnny. Serious. Yeah. She didn't say a word. That was it. She's like, oh, no, no, no. She said, oh, no, 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 no. Not tonight or something like that. She pulled up her pants. She left. And that was that. And I'm just like, oh, okay. No number, no nothing. When I had my tongue, I thought when I had my tongue in your asshole, that that meant we were getting it on tonight. I guess not. And so um, she loved it. She was groaning and stuff. But yeah, I guess she didn't want to move that fast or I don't know what. Um, That's fine. But weird that she bailed against her. So was it like, was she gone? She was gone. Never heard from her again. That was it. I haven't seen her. I, I never got her number. I didn't get it happened so fast, like from the, the the line I used to all of a sudden we're in there. And I don't I don't make it a priority to get girls' numbers. I don't think about that stuff like I gotta get 12 numbers tonight. I don't do that shit. I don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, I don't know and, anybody that, that's ever been like a <laughs> what? And I was just saying I don't know anybody that's ever ever measured like how many phone numbers you get tonight. It's like you either close <laughs> or you don't. Um I really no, I don't even think of it that way. It's like there is such a thing as a number closed, you know, or kiss closed, you know. That's uh, super gay. Uh, wow, that's no, crazy. It's not. It's not super gay. It's just. It's just how it is. I just don't keep. I don't come out with a mission or a plan or anything like that. There, there are guys who do that though, like the pickup uh, artist community. I remember that was uh, a thing. The PUAs. What if she had like AIDS or something? And that's why she just bolted. Like I, she said, I can't explain this to him. I gotta go by. But that's super weird. She lets you go that far. She initiates it at first and doesn't even say like, hey, wait, hold up. Or it's you know, possible she saw my penis and got scared. That's happened to me. Or girls, they look at it and say, I'm not letting that thing inside me. Gone. I'm not fucking with you. This is not me being uh, Mr. You know, too big of a head. Or in, I guess it is a bit immodest, but it's happened to me. It's happened to me. A good number. They of don't times. like the. They don't like the king cobra because it's got a flat head and a hood. 
I don't have a hood. I'm circumcised, but no, it's yeah. They look at it like you expect it. I remember a girl and she put her wrists next to it or forearm next to it. And she's there. And she's like, you expect me to put this inside of me? You expect me to put this inside or you expect something like that? And I was like, yeah, they just licked your pussy for the last 40 minutes. Brought you to orgasm. It's my turn. And uh, I can, dude, you have no any. I, I asked this of, of Justin, and I don't know of anybody who this has happened to other than me. And it's happened to me a number, many number of times. Have you ever licked a girl's pussy, but then never got it, never got, got it in, got it in there yourself? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Yeah. yeah, that's happened to me. That's happened to me many times. Many times. Yep. Yep. I mean, many times. I remember like, yeah, I think every time, that's what I was like, yeah, I think every, pretty much every time I've, I've gotten it that far, that meant I was getting it in there. I was like, yeah, you think, right? No, not with me. Not with me. I've, that's happened Damn. to me many times. That's fucked and up. By many, I mean probably about 10 times, maybe 10 to so, so many times, 10, 10 or so times. Yeah. <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. It's not fair. That's, that's what it is. No, that's that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. That's 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 fucked up because it's like uh, I'm trying to think of a of the best way to say this without sounding like a fucking rapist or getting me tooed or something. Uh, that's misleading. Hey, if you want it to be consensual, have that conversation. Of course, it should always be consensual. But if you're gonna let a dude go down on you. And then just be like, well, I'm I'm good, and not even return the favor. Like that's just fucked up. Like, cause it'd be if a dude did that, just let some chick blow him, and was like, ah, just bricks in her mouth, and it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. I'm good. See you later. They'd be like, that guy's a fucking asshole, you know? Well, to be fair, every time it's not like every time I got nothing. Like one time, I let the girls. There was a time I was in Reno. The, the THC. I got too high on THC experience. I almost killed myself. Before that happened earlier that evening, uh, the girl I was with, um, I licked her pussy. And then when it was my turn, she was like, um, we're not having, okay. She, well, she says, I'm like, we're not having sex. Like, I barely know you, know you or this and that. I'm like, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to pressure you or anything. I, I totally understand and respect that, of course. You're not comfortable. I don't want to make it, force it or anything. I want you to want it to. And be, but... It was still like, all right, well, we're still going to do dirty things. I won't put it inside you. So I look her pussy, and I'm expecting afterwards, after I brought her to orgasm, that I would get a blowjob. She's like, I don't really do blowjobs. I don't like it. And I'm like, what? Like, it was like, what the fuck? You just let me lick your pussy for 15 minutes. I brought what you an orgasm or whatever, and you won't blow me? Now, to be fair, she, what a she jerk, me dude. off. Well, she jerked me off on her titties and I jizzed all over and they were glorious tits. But, um, but that, just, that was kind of like, whoa, I don't think we have a future, you and I. I don't see <laughs> Oh, you don't this like isn't, uh, I don't, This I don't isn't going to work. Very long <laughs> I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Oh, um, you don't like getting blowjobs. Ooh, it's like, okay, this is done. Uh, let me come my, uh, fast first. But, um, no, no, uh, that was that was one time. So that, and then, but there are times like one of the worst is I, there was this lesbian woman that that molested me in a dark alleyway, and uh, 
I went out with her one more time and her plan was she was going to use me to help pick up hot chicks and we were going to do three ways. And, uh, we only went, went out, went out, we only went out once. And I just really wanted to fuck this girl. And because again, I, I don't think I would perform well in a three way with two girls. I've never done that. I've done the, the, the spit roasting. I've never done two girls at once. And I just like focusing and having that experience and one-on-one intimacy and all that shit. I don't know. I'm very sentimental, very sensuous, sensitive, hmm. sensitive man, Johnny. And, um, I don't like, I don't like it. Um, when I feel like the girl isn't enjoying it as much, like I need her to know that she's enjoying it for once, you know? And so anyways, that's, neither here nor there for this story <clears throat> so the first time the first night i meet her we're running around she takes me to a gay club because she's a lesbian to meet her lesbian friends and she keeps on whispering like like i was gonna let's, let's just see if we can fuck some girls here but if we don't well, I'll, I'll fuck you i'll fuck you tonight i'm like oh i'm in the black i'm playing with house money i'm thinking and um Unfortunately, that meant me getting fucking molested by every gay man in that club as I walked from the bar to the dance floor or wherever I could get to the next place, but whatever. And uh, at the end of the gay night, bait. We, at the end of the night, like her and I, we strike out again. I'm like, I'm not focused on other women. Like, that's not what I do. I, it's very weird for me to be with a woman. And then to me, it's like disrespectful if I'm showing attention to another one in front of her to make her feel jealous. Like, I don't want to make anybody feel jealous. And so was, I've always had like this aversion for that. And so like, uh, I dance with the one that's, that brung you, you know, mm-hmm. you dance with the one that brung you. And, uh, so I, uh, it's late night, all the bars are closed and we're, we go to this late night food place. I think it's burgers or whatever. And she's with her friends and she's kind of, she's kind of, um, acting flighty. Like, I don't know what's going on with her. And it's like, oh, I need to take a piss. I tell her, I need to take a piss. And uh, she's like, okay, but I can't piss in here. I gotta, I'm gonna piss in some alleyway. So I gotta find some place out in the streets. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll, she, she comes with me, she joins me. And I'm like, all right. <clears throat> and, uh, and she's like, can I, uh... so I find some like dumpster, some place like that. And, it's kind of close to where we were. It's still kind of active around. I'm like, let me see if I can take a piss here. And she's like, can I, uh, can I hold it while you pee? <laughs> you hear that, Johnny? She asked yeah. if you could hold it while I go pee. I go, uh, well, I got a shy bladder, but I, we can try, I guess. So she comes around and she reaches around. She holds my cock and it doesn't come. The flow doesn't come. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I can do it. I was like, I can't even do it here. And so we go on a journey, on a quest to find a place I could take a piss. And we find this dark alleyway. And there's like this little inlet with a corner with next to a door. There's a light, it, there's a light shining actually on top of that corner. But it's, it's away from pedestrians in the street. And I thought, okay, this is private enough. So I go there. He's like, well, can I just watch, watch you? And I'm like, well, if you're watching me, I, I, I can't do it. Like, I'm trying. I'm, I want you to watch, but I can't. She's like, okay, okay, will it help if I go around this corner? Like, yeah, I think that's going to help. And it does. And I start to go pee. 
<laughs> and then I could see in the corner of my eye, her creeping around the corner and watching me pee, right? And then she comes around and I think she eventually comes and then once the flow's going and she, she does, I think, hold my cock while I go pee a little bit. Or maybe I stop and I say, hey, I got the flow going. If you want to hold my cock, you can't. And so we'll do that. And then afterwards- What a weird desire. It's weird. She's got penis envy is what I learned. She's got penis envy, dude. And she's a bit of a misandrist. Is that the uh, opposite of a misogynist? That's correct. That's a technical term for (laughs) for someone who hates men. And uh, what? I'm sorry. That was a thing? It must be the whiskey. Uh, It's funny. But anyway, yeah. That's a $50 word for you right there. The $50 word starting with the M, was it misandrist? (laughs) It wasn't it. But anyway, she's helping you pee. Uh, no, she's holding my cock while I pee. She definitely wasn't helping me pee. It was she was helping me pee. around. But once it was done, it was like this great relief. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Because if you ever try to fuck when you have to go pee really badly. I have I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back in my high school days, I used to, uh, you know, you're like, fuck, I should go do this first. But you're just like, go for it. And you're like, almost like, I can't wait to come just so you can go pee afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Is that I had an experience. I was in the uh, elevator. I was screwing this girl in the elevator of the, the lobby elevator of the hotel, the Portola Hotel in downtown Monterey. And I had a piece so badly. I just had to stop. I was like, I can't. I can't do this. I have to take a fucking piss. I can't. I'm not enjoying this. I'm not feeling anything. There's no way I'm going to come. I have to piss. I got to stop. I want to piss her. She was staying in, um, she called it her, her mother, sex mother or something um that she was visiting from kentucky with um and they were staying at the portola hotel and they had a room so she was staying in that room with this lady and she called her mother but wasn't her mother when is i couldn't screw her in her hotel room but she let me in quietly so i could go piss in her toilet and then guess what we went back to the fucking elevator <laughs> to continue but anyways but that struck me like if you really have to go pee because I remember, I remember that being a question in sex ed and in, in, in grammar school. Like one of the kids is like, what if you have to go pee or go to the bathroom really badly during sex? It's like, but you won't, you can't, it won't let you. Or that, he's just saying that, <laughs> yeah, it won't let you. <laughs> it won't let you. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just the body says, nope, not right now. But anyway, so that's for my experience. It was like, fuck, I really had to take a plug and piss. I am not enjoying this as much as I should be. Mm. Anyway, so um, back to the, the lesbian in the, in the alleyway. So we start making out. And I squat down. I go down on her. I pull her panties to the side and I start looking at her pussy. Then I get my dick out. And she's jerking a little bit. Or oh, my dick's already out. What am I talking about? She's jerking a little bit. I'm like, all right, let's let's time to launch this ship. Let's dock, dock it in your vagina. And um, she's like, no, 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 no. And she basically, there's a term for this too, and I can't remember the technical term for it. But she keeps her panties on, and she just has my cock. Um, she's on top of my cock, or she has my cock under her vagina, and she, we just dry hump essentially, and rub back forth and her clitoris rubs on top of my on top of my cock until she comes and then that was that 
she promised to take care of me later. We go back to the late food restaurant and she ditches me, man. She fucking ditches me. Dude, you have met some yeah. fucked up chicks in your day. Well, it's not over yet. She texts me the next morning. And she's like, hey, is this, you know, is this great? Or, or I don't know if she remember my name or not, but she texts me and like, send me a picture. She, we send pictures of each other like, oh, yeah, you're, 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 a, you're a cutie pie or whatever. Um, and then she, she comes up with that plan. Like, let's meet up, let's try to go out and uh, get some girls do a three-way if we fail i'll fuck you at the end of the night if at the end of the night we fail i'll fuck you is what she says well we do it and it's a dead night and we hit on maybe a couple girls so there's nothing out there and we fail and i take her i take her back to my back house where i was staying and um i think we rochambeaued to see who gives who a massage and i won so she was massaging me and I'm on my belly, she's massaging my back. And next thing you know, she starts dry humping my ass. My ass, Johnny, <laughs> until she comes again. Okay. <laughs> it was like she was getting off to like fucking me in my ass, the man, but I wasn't, she wasn't. She was just dry humping me with a fucking clip. And, uh, Afterwards, I'm like, all right. And she's like, not yet, not yet. I'm on my period, she says. I'm like, oh, the period excuse, okay. And so we just kind of cuddle and we talk. And the next thing you know, she gets her friend, quote, to pick her up. And she bolted and I never saw her again. What an asshole, dude. She got off to getting me all excited and robbing me of any sexual satisfaction. That's the worst point. She took dude. pleasure in it. She might be Which a, is a sick form fuck. of sexual abuse. It's yeah, a she's a sexual abuse. She's a sicko, dude. Yeah. She didn't even she didn't even let you uh let you finish, huh? Not once. Not once. Not a once. What an asshole. In a, what a I jerk. Had my, I had to finish <laughs> by myself like a hunchback in the corner. <laughs> Turn that lamp off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, using your tears. Sexual stories. Using your tears. Stories. I only have. Uh, so I only have, if you want to hear it, and then we should probably uh, perhaps look at look at calling it a night. But I only have one that comes to mind of when I was, I was so close. So fucking close. Like penis touching vagina didn't go in. And I've obviously don't want to keep it consensual. I don't want to well, fucking well, hold on here. Hold on here. I don't even know the backdrop. What's the story? Who's the girl? It is a girl, isn't it? No, it was my uncle Remus. <laughs> <laughs> Remus, huh? That sounds sexual. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell the story yeah, so, from beginning to so, end. Give it. Dude, give it. so okay. Yeah. So this chick I actually met on uh, Instagram of all places, as weird as that sounds. Instagram. Can you imagine that Instagram and then your penis is rubbing against your vagina? Fast forward. Um, yeah, no, that's that's the new that's the that's the that's the dating site. That is the Tinder. It's Instagram. No Apparently, it's way no better. Shit. That's how no you meet shit. girls. Apparently, I don't have any social media. I don't have an Instagram. I don't have this fucking any of that stuff. But apparently, yeah, that's how you meet girls. That's the best way to do it, at least. Mm. But I mean, you gotta 
display. You got to have the goods. You got to display a lifestyle that's attractive to these women. If you really? want to get, get in. Yeah. Yeah. Really quick. Did you delete the two charming pigs Instagram? Do we have an Instagram? Is it gone? Actually, actually we still have it. Yeah. I just, mm. I don't have it's, it on my phone cause I don't give a fuck about that stuff. Yeah. It's, I just yeah, kind of post silly shit. In, but. Yeah. Instagram is trash, but yeah, the backstory. So I met her on Instagram. It was one of those things just popped up. Uh, it was around the time uh, I was doing the firefighting things in a fire academy. I was going to go do actually come out to Montana and do wildland firefighting. And so probably so this because is it's, just before this is just before you moved out to Montana. Then. Yes. Yeah. It was actually on the way out here is when I met up. With her. So you've broken up with your now ex. Yes. This is in between this, uh, your, your lady. And okay, cool. Yep. All right. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. And, uh, yeah, it was one of those things like, you know, Instagram reads your mind. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark the Cuck, Zuckerberg is just on there like, Zuckerberg. Shit, get it, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I'm going to put some more suntan lotion on and ride my fucking hover surfboard. Um, I bet you, I bet you he is a cuck. Like, I bet you literally he lets his wife fuck the yoga instructor, dude. Totally, dude. Look I, at the guy. Um, totally. Totally. They're, yeah. they're both richer than Croesus, right? She's like yeah. a, a plain Asian woman, right? And But she's rich. He's not doing anything for her. Yeah. And he, he yeah. might be Bill Gates again. Like Bill Gates. He might be screwing prostitutes at $10,000 a pop or more. You know? It's nothing. Anyway. It's nothing. You can mm-hmm. drop it. Exactly. We already that's like that's like yeah. That's like his that's like his five dollar bill or something. <laughs> yeah. Leave leave it. It's not even a five dollar bill. Tip that shit to, to waiters when they they feel affable, you know. Yeah, it'd be it'd but, be like him losing. It'd probably be like him losing a dime. Like ah oh, fuck, it's not even worth picking up. Um, or anyways, looking for. But anyways, continue. Uh, so, continue. so yeah, this chick pops up my Instagram. It was one of those things, dude. Of where like I never had an intention of this. I was just like this looks like and i usually actually don't even click on like i, I i'm never i've never been one of those people it's like oh i'm gonna follow some strange chick i don't even knows instagram i was like oh this chick actually sounds yeah. really cool she does like ridiculous. yeah it's ridiculous yeah it's like, you do that shit in junior high or something but i was just like chick looks like a cool chick she does wildland fire and because of whatever post popped up on like the, you know, when you go to search just random post based on what you look at pop up, I clicked on it. I was like, Oh, I'll add her. That's kind of cool. She like came wildland firefighter. She was working out in California. She's from like the East coast. And, uh, she mess she messaged me and was just like, Hey, like, you know, how's it going kind of a thing or whatever it was. And we started talking and I actually just genuinely enjoyed talking to her. Like I like looked forward to it. Super funny um super just quick you know like easy to talk to and it just kind of worked into where it was like we were talking every day and i was like yeah i'm going out to montana to do this and she's like oh i'm driving back to california you want to meet in salt lake sure and i'm thinking this whole time like, is going to be in like a dude or this is going to be super weird so i meet her in a uh, salt lake salt lake yeah did you get a hotel room or a motel room or what did you do were you planning on I, staying the night there is the point yeah, I stayed the night there. It's a long drive from Cali to Montana. I know so you wanted, but you were so you were planning. You were planning on before you were meeting her. Uh, yeah, right I was. Or? I, yeah, I was planning on staying there. Um, she was staying there too. So we ended up funny enough. We ended up staying in the hotels next to each other, not the same hotel. Just again, wasn't planned. It was just like a. I was like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm doing my thing. She's doing hers. If we still meet up, cool. Um, 
so yeah met up uh went on a hike with her you know the first day and then come back to the hotel uh go down to the bar just in the hotel get some drinks and and so quick another quick backstory talking to her on this she's like in her late 20s so she was just a couple okay. of years she's like three years younger than me or something like that, but late 20s but she'd kind of already told me like her sexual experiences of like it was very minimal like i think she'd had sex with like oh. one person or something so she's kind of like hey like, really yeah so it was kind <laughs> of so it was kind of like a hey like i don't give it up super easy so again i'm like going with like a hey i'm respectful i'm not going to push anything on you but it's not my fault. I'm ridiculously the good looking. Way, the and, best uh, way to it. You want to get, if you, if you, it's an irony. If you want to get laid, you're, you're not going to get laid. You don't want to get, or best way is you, you approach a date or going out with no expectations. You, you right. have to come like, I don't have any expectations of anything. I'm just going to enjoy people. I'm going to enjoy the person. If it's a date that I'm with, or I'm going to enjoy the people whether they're dudes that I, that I think are kind of cool or whatever, or if it's a beautiful woman that I'm actually attracted to, I'm just going to enjoy the company that I'm with. Yeah. Or fucking could be a fat chick who's got a great personality that makes you laugh. You know, just enjoy people and have zero expectations and good things are going to happen. And that's Sometimes. a, yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful place to be, dude. You're actually the one that told me that. And ever since you told me that it took a while for it to click, but it was like, once it clicked, it was like, Oh yeah, this is, it's like fishing with dynamite. Um, yeah, you're women, just going Women out. especially. Women especially. Most people can't, can can smell de- desperation on people. Or that, that needy or, or forceful, like, oh, come on, come on, you know. Uh, uh, but women especially have great receptors for when right. somebody is, is desperate or, yep. you know, destitute or whatever. So you got to keep your cool, you know. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so her and I go out. Um, get some drinks, go back up to her room. And again, this whole time in my mind, I'm thinking like this chick's not going to give it up. And I don't want to be the guy that tries to like, come on, yeah, yeah, like kind of a thing. It's just like, Hey, I'm enjoying the night for what it is and wherever it goes. So we go up to her room. Cause I think we're drinking her, her hotel and uh, start making out, you know, fooling around. Wait, 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 wait. So you didn't have dinner with her. Uh, we did have dinner. I don't remember oh. the specifics of we had like dinner and drinks or like, okay. you know, had dinner. And then she invited you, she invited you back to her hotel room? Yes. Okay. So she's like, Hey, you want to just go back to my, pl- my room? Is that what she said? Yeah. More pretty, pretty much. That means you're much. fucking. <laughs> when a girl says that, it means you're fucking. Don't get overly so, excited. Don't let them see you sweat. Just, just know it. Go ahead. So go up to her room. Uh, yeah. Making out, fooling around. Did you kiss uh, her before that moment that she invited you upstairs? I don't think so. No, I don't think I kissed her until I got up to her room. Until I got up to her room. Um, so we're fooling around. And this is where I honestly can't quite, I wasn't even drunk or anything, which is weird, but I can't quite remember, you know, how it worked out to this. But it was like, because it was like she slid her pants down. And then so I'm like, I'm sliding mine down. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, she yeah, said she did. She said true. she. She said she didn't want to do this, but she's seeming like she does so i'm basically like i said rubbing johnny johnny actions speak louder than words (laughs) so at this point i'm rubbing my rubbing my dick up against her vagina and i'm kind of like is this something you want and i know you were playing just a tip you were playing just a tip 
Yeah, and I don't remember if she never answered or just wasn't. Bear pussy on bear cock on bear pussy. Yep. Go ahead. But uh, yeah, for I never got the you know I was in the navy, so you have to go through so many fucking don't rape people meetings that you pretty much are like afraid to talk to girls after that because like I'm not trying to rape (laughs) you, just trying to say you dropped your purse. Uh, Here we go, have a good night. I'm not even looking at you. Don't even. Yeah, don't talk to girls. Even we need to talk about (laughs) the sexual uh, dichotomy of men and women in the navy. You can't have a woman in a submarine apparently when ever right. That's not allowed. We'll have to we'll have to save that for another time. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, one I've never been on a submarine into. Uh, um, yeah, uh, so it never happened, never closed. Um, and I was kind of like one of those things I didn't really. I think we kind I think we t- kind of talked about. It and I was like, hey, you know, just trying to be respectful. Like we actually did talk about it later on, but I was just trying to be respectful, kind of a thing. So. Yeah, the most I did was made out with her, but it throws you off as a dude. Wait, 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 like, well, you rubbed your you you rubbed your bare penis on her bare vagina, correct? Yep. You just yep. didn't stick it in there. Exactly, and then didn't finish okay. nothing like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think I might have even gone back to my hotel room and I just kind of like laid with her for a bit, and both kind of fell asleep. And I woke up and was like, "Oh, I'm fucking going back to my room." Um, no, no, no. If you, I remember, you try again, no, you just try again. You don't give up. I actually, I actually really don't. No, I think I stayed the night at her hotel room. Unless she, I went back you, to unless she gave you, unless she gave you a talk, like, okay, I, I really don't, I can't tonight, like, or I don't want to, I'm not ready or whatever. If, if it just kind of stopped and you're cuddling still later at that night or early in the morning, you try again, start getting the emotion going again and see if she's res- responsive. Yeah, and if she turns you down again, it's all right. Well, go go back to your room and jerk off, or better yet, go into the bathroom directly next to her and jerk off. I do because blue balls is a real thing. It is, but I think I think I actually stayed the night at her place. I honestly can't remember, but I think I might have stayed at her hotel and just gone back to mine the next day. You know, doing the cuddling and all that gay shit. Uh, so fast cuddling, don't call it gay. Cuddling with a woman is like the best. <laughs> so it. her and I, her and I kind of kept in touch. She gets back to California. I get to Montana, and at this point, I still really just like talking to her. Like I just enjoyed her company, enjoyed talking with her. It was like something I looked forward to. And so we're kind of doing this. Like there was never any official like long distance thing, but it's like apparently turned into a long distance thing because I'm still talking to her, and she's like, um, she's really close close to Reno where she's at in california so she's like hey susanville uh not quite i actually i actually can't remember where how how close she is to reno or the name of the specific town it's like one of those trucky Trucky. maybe somewhere around there maybe because it was kind of like a desert climate that's why i can't remember it doesn't matter greg it doesn't matter she's like she's like would you want to come out to reno i'm like fuck i just drove all the way out to montana that's another like reno. 17 i'm like that's another 17 hours back i want to go to reno what's that King and King? she's no i want to go to reno <laughs> nobody wants to go to reno it's a sad so, town so she really wants me to go to uh to reno to visit her she's like she's like if you can like I'll get like I'll get a hotel, just drive out here, blah blah blah. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, that's a far fucking drive for me to go do on like on a weekend, dude. So it's like drive a whole entire day, 
stay overnight, drive a whole entire day back. It was fucking rough. But uh, she's like, you know, and she's like, uh, seriously, like, if I was like, you really want me to go? And she's like, if you came to Reno, like, this is, I'm paraphrasing her, but she's basically like, I'll have that, like, thing that makes you gag taken out, like, for the weekend or whatever. Like, just like, please, like, I want you to come to Reno blah 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 but this time i'm or at this point i'm so like just kind of uh confused on the whole situation i'm like hey look like i'm fucking 30 years old or was just turning 30 i'm like if a chick wants to have sex with you i like you should know they want to have sex with you i'm like i'm not in the mood to like play these like if you don't want to that's cool but i'm not in the mood to be in this weird limbo version of where I might end up in some kind of a fucking bad situation. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to no, be that person. No. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. It's like I'm I'm a gentleman well, kind of a thing. Certainly uh, that. You're certainly that, Johnny. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, so we get there and, dude, I shit you not. It's at the, uh, what's that fucking famous uh, hotel in Reno? The, uh, fuck, it's like one of those places that has like a funny name. Like the, uh, not a funny name, but a, um, you should know hotels know. in Reno. You don't know? Uh, Harris is all I can think of. That's Tahoe, but they might have one in Reno as well. Um, let me check. I'll just look it up real quick. I should casino. Is it a casino? Uh, yeah. Casinos in Reno. Fuck. I should know uh, this. The Circus Circus? Big. I think Circus Circus is big over there. No. It's shitty on the strip, but it's big in Reno. Circus Circus. Let me see it here. Uh, my internet is fucked right now. Unlike you in this story. To be honest, though, I, I was going to make a comment. She, she, she's really inexperienced, right? So for her, the second person to have sex with, it's a big deal for her. And so she just wants to make sure that she's given it up to you. She's still feeling it out. Like, is this guy a, a serious person i can't look at my inner it's fucked um is this guy a, ser- a guy i should be taking seriously where there's a potential for a future and maybe my next relationship because i'm really getting along with him i'm really starting to like him or is this guy just as they might say a fuck boy and if she determines you're a fuck boy then she has to make another decision does she fuck you or decide that she's not ready to do something like that and someone who has only had sex with one person before out of that relationship i'm sure it was a serious relationship she was in um, it differs from girl to girl. Some are uh, like, I'm going to have my hot girl summer. I'm going to fuck us. I'm going to explore and do these things. And some are, I'm going to keep my purity and, and save myself for the man I want, you know? Yeah. So that's all she, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And that, that's why I said it's cool, man. But it, to- it totally threw me off as just a dude that was like, before that, I was banging this older chick that was just like, whatever you want, kind of a thing. And I'm like, all right. Um, I think it was GSR. Come on, Grand my Sierra friend. I think it might have been GSR, Grand Sierra Resort. I'm pretty okay. sure that was it. But okay. uh, yeah. so funny enough, just by happenstance, guess what else was going on that weekend at the GSR, Greg? No idea. A fucking furry convention. So this hotel is fucking, this hotel is plumb full of furries. I'll send you a picture with me and a furry if you want to fucking see it. They're all going to fuck. I'm sure, dude. So I'm just like double stunned now. Did you you uh, go to an orgy, a furry orgy? No, I didn't go to an orgy. (laughs) 
that's so, something uh, I haven't done before. That's so, I haven't done before. So now I'm so psychologically just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm in a I've, everybody's running around in furry costumes. Here's a chick that, that, that I best. Here, oh here's a chick God. that I was so close to banging. Is that where you like, got that? Is that where you got that bear? That bear costume from? That's no, Jack. Costume. Jack sent me that. So what costumes did you wear for the furry? I didn't wear anything. I didn't know that was good. Neither of us knew that was going oh, on. Did, so she didn't have a furry. Okay. That's okay. Got it. She knew. She fucking knew. Are you kidding me? That was her plan. See if you see your reaction. See if you were, if you digged it or not. She I'm going to she needed it. I'm going to send you a she picture really of this. Fucked by a squirrel. A I'm going to send you a picture a of this furry now. Costume. Okay. Um, but uh yeah anyway um so there's this fucking furry convention going on all this shit um so yeah i'm just completely thrown for a loop but we go out we're uh we go out a few nights we went to a club one night and i end up just you know kind of making out during the club because i'm still pretty like you know attracted enamored to this chick and we go back to her room that night and it was just kind of like psychological i was fucked i was like i'm not gonna be able to do it and she goes and showers for like ever showering she's and ready. uh she's getting ready yeah. for the dick yeah yeah but she comes back in the room and i think we kind of made out a little bit but at this point i'm just like i'm so psychologically fucked that i couldn't even bring myself to uh and drunk right and and drunk yeah and honestly i think i was like so tired from like my my drive and like bloated and stuff from just like eating and being in a car for two days that i was just like oh tired fuck. for pussy but interesting uh, too tired for pussy there we but go. I, but i remember the uh yeah i remember the next day or the next day or like after the trip she's like am i like fugly or something like i went and showered and like whatever like put on a bunch of like you know smell good or something like that and it was like just nothing happened i'm like and i just told her kind of switch i'm like no i honestly was just like i don't know where this is gonna go but i didn't want to be that guy that was just like pressuring you into doing something you wanted to do and was just kind of lost in the whole situation of like what do you kind of what do you want out of this you know like because before my penis was touching your vagina usually that means like we're getting somewhere and if that's not what you want cool but uh just better to to be a little more transparent i think do you want this yes do you not want this yes you what know? is it like, is this supposed to be a what is it? is this supposed to be a wolf this guy oreo it's a, i don't know man that's where yeah oreo's his name for anybody that's uh listening and doesn't oh know gosh. i just sent greg the picture of me in a furry oh my god so uh yeah man that was that experience and then her and i uh we actually uh talked a little bit after that and you know we're cool and stuff but uh yeah that was that never never uh saw her again talked to her after the fact and she was even like she actually didn't mention that was part of the reason we talked she's like i was she's like i feel like i just took you through hell like this guy drives all the way to reno and doesn't get late i was still kind of just playing it cool like hey you know it's like it is what it is i still had a good time and enjoyed your company and well, it sounds like it was a lot of fun like she was planning but, uh, on, it sounds like she was planning on fucking you you just didn't take it yeah that's what it sounds like because you you mind fucked yourself like a woman but um <laughs> sorry uh anyway um just making a joke, Johnny. Just making a joke. But uh, no, no I, but that was my, yeah, that's my strikeout story. 
yeah I, I mean i got a lot of strikeout stories you know you have to go out and get a you know you're never going to hit a home run if you don't swing right that's what babe ruth said i think yeah so i mean yeah but you, you yeah i think i think if you were persistent you could have got it in there but you're you're a good guy and all that. Not that you're a bad guy if you're persistent. You're respectfully persistent, as I as I would say. You know, um, we we always joked because girls are when you're talking about trying to get laid. Girls are uh, traditionally are the brakes, and boys are supposed to be the the accelerator. You're supposed to be the gas. Okay, and uh, if if you're not the accelerator then with most women, you're just never going to get laid. This is never going to happen. Period. Most, 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 most women. It's very rare you find a woman who's going to make it, force the issue. Who's going to fucking be the accelerator and like force to fuck you. Very rare. In my experience. It's real. They're out there. It happens. But it's, it's most women, you have to be the accelerator and they want you to be the accelerator. You're not supposed to take their braking as uh, uh, as a signal that they really don't want to do it. Most women, if they're making out with you and they're having a great time, they want to do it. But they they have, there is the cultural, socio, psychology or whatever, where they, it's deeper than that though. It's also deeper than that. Women um, biologically are, have to be very protective of who they let inside. They're literally taking you inside them. You're not taking them inside you. You're they're taking you inside them. So they have to be very cautious. And if 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 the whole point of having sex is for procreation, that's why we do it. Sex is to create shit, create babies, which are also shit. And um, that's a joke. Um, terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's a shitty joke. But anyways, uh, that's the point. And so. If it's a successful session, that means she's going to be pregnant. She's going to be pregnant for nine months. In the old Paleolithic era, that meant she can't defend herself. She can't feed herself. You know, she's a burden. So the person that she got impregnated by, impregnated by, she better be dependent upon and take care of her. And if it's somebody who ditches her, she's fucked. She's dead. And so is the baby inside her. You know, so that's the kind of deep lizard brain um instincts that are going inside of a woman's mind during this shit even though she might be on birth control and there's no possible way of her getting pregnant it's still in there it's pre-programmed so it's perfectly natural they're gonna have the the brakes and you gotta be the accelerator so it's kind of like no means yes you just keep on you don't take no for an answer kind of kind of there's a difference between eight. Oh no. Oh, we can't. I, this feels, this is so crazy. I don't think we should be doing this. It's like, you don't think we should be doing this versus no, please. No, I don't want this. That's different. The emphatic no is like, Oh, oh I, I read you loud and clear. Problem is you get an autistic fuck in there who doesn't understand the, the nuances. Then, you know, they don't get it. They can't, which case you should just always take no for no. If you're, if you can't understand the nuances, um the subtleties which is you apparently but <clears throat> um yeah no i mean that's all it is it sounded like she wanted to fuck and she was expecting to but uh you didn't um plunge ahead there's that scene in groundhog day 
Bill Murray. And that's what we, in our circle of friends, we, we call it, we got to Bill Murray the shit out of her. And uh, <laughs> uh, but there's a scene where he's trying to get with um, Andy McDowell, right? He, he got that other girl, that other pretty girl in town, the ditzy one. He got her like the first, the first attempt on the redo day. Like he just walked up to her, he's like, so what high school did you go to? I went to blah, blah, blah in, in, in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Uh, who's your, who's your uh, 10th grade English teacher? He's like, Mr. Brown. I was like, oh, Mr. Brown, 10th grade, Pittsburgh. I was like, okay. And what's your name? He's like, Nancy. I was like, where did I know you from? And he just ditches her. And the next day he tries again. He goes, Nancy? And, he, and he's like, <laughs> for, for high school, blah, 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 right? And, but she was easy. And, and he, he screws her like, I think, I think I want you to marry me. And she's like, oh, my God. And they, and they have sex, right? Because she's like, I don't know if I, I just know. I just met you tonight. This is so crazy. I can't believe we're getting this far. He goes, I love you. I think I think I want you to be my wife. And she oh. And then they have sex. Right. But Andy McDowell's character wasn't so easy. She's an intelligent woman and, and she's just not gonna and she values herself far more than that. She's not desperate for for a husband like like that woman was. It's a terrible thing to do something like that, by the way. And in that the many universes that he that he spawned in his in his uh, uh, Groundhog Day experience, Bill Murray's character. There's a universe where there's that Nancy girl who gets ghosted by this man on one glorious night that they had, and that is a terrible thing. But um, Andy McDowell's character, he, he has to try like dozens and dozens of times, where he he gets a little further, he gets a little further, he fails, he gets a little further, then he says something, fucks it up, he fails, but he learns from his mistakes, and eventually. He gets it to, but to he gets to the point where he's back at her her place, wherever she's staying, and he can out, and it's it seems like it's on, and and she's like, I don't know, Phil, this is this is uh this is this is going so fast, and I don't know. I was like, I know it's going so fast. Oh, he goes, and he goes, I this is he goes, I don't think we should be. He goes, I don't think we should be doing this. He goes, I don't think we should be doing this either. Then he, he continues to go after her and start making out with her, right? And that's what we said. Like you you just mirror their feelings of what they're saying and that usually makes them feel at ease like oh, i'm not in this alone he's he feels the same way but we can't fight this feeling sort of a thing right so you you, you bill murray shit out of them is the idea but um but yeah so use these powers for good and not evil those who are listening out there um yeah <clears throat> but uh and yeah, I, I don't know I don't have any, I don't really have any regrets or, you know, obviously no bad blood between it was still like, you know, talked to her fairly recently, uh, just like, Hey, you know, how's it, how's it going kind of a thing. And that's when she was joking of like, I almost, she was like, literally apologizing. I'm like, you have nothing, you have nothing to apologize about. I mean, it is, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, I took you out for dinner. I spent a hundred bucks on you. Yeah. Suck no. My cock. no, I sort of, still had a great time. Up? Fun isn't memory. that fucked yeah. up though yeah isn't that fucked up like, where she feels the need to apologize like i owe him sex he drove all the way out here and you know it's kind of fuzzy. no you don't that's ridiculous of course you don't but um yeah anyways i think we should end this now johnny that was a cool story hansel i think we cool should story. oh you don't you want to <laughs> continue cool story i got another no, story I was saying, if you want to hear it as well oh okay yeah I, all right yeah i should probably probably a good yeah. point to to call it for the week my, man but that was my actually AirPods, fun i enjoyed my airpods uh, my airpods went dead 
that's why one of the reasons too. The AirPods went. Oh. It's not misting here. I was going to kind of cut. It was going to hmm? cut out. It was kind of cutting out for a second. I was wondering if that was me or must have been your AirPods dying. Oh, yeah, must have been. Then fuck that shit, man. That's yeah. so shit. I apologize. But uh, that was fun, man. Thanks for sharing your uh, fucking derelict stories with me. And I enjoyed. I got I a zillion of them. I have a zillion yeah. of them. It's fucking I, awful. I Go actually ahead. haven't haven't really told anybody about that. So it was one of those things for a while. I was kind of embarrassed of like, I fucking struck out. And then, uh, yeah, just never shared with anybody. The only person that knew were, were uh, me and her. Mm, yes. Yes. And and Jesus Christ, your savior. So of course he, he's he's always watching. Fucking no. freak. You say it, uh, <laughs> what, what do they call that? Uh uh when you like to watch from from in secret, what's it called? Voyeuristic freak. Yeah. Is that but, it? Voyeuristic? Yeah, voyeur to be a voyeur, right? I'm just mm. implying the the uh, suffix. The common suffix that I figure would work where it's voyeuristic. I'm sure it's a word. Maybe it isn't. Hmm. <sighs> anyway, well, good uh thanks. good episode, man. That was that was a good time. That was fun. Yeah. Thanks to everybody for uh for listening in and tuning in. We owe you on the Top Gun movie. Just didn't get a chance to see it. I'm gonna make a point to see it this week. I'm super excited to see if we both uh get a chance to watch it and talk about it in the next week. And uh yeah, yep. might be something yep. I get yep. to tear apart. Might be something I just loved and I want to join the Navy again. I, don't I know. think we're going to like it. I think you're going to re-up yeah. on your Navy. Enlisting, you're going to re-up on your Navy. Shit. Yeah. We're yeah, going to join getting... the Navy after watching. <laughs> might be getting too old there. We're going to be like Richard Gere. <laughs> I have nowhere Gentlemen, else to go. Gentlemen, oh, it's an officer in a G. Are you kidding me, I man? I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? Officer and a gentleman, Richard Gere, when they're like, "Why don't you leave? Why don't you quit?" I was like, "I got nowhere else to go." Oh my <laughs> gosh! I actually haven't seen that movie. I have to watch it. Maybe I'll see if oh. I can watch it tonight. So that's a that's a good idea. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna make me cry well, without fucking romance. Okay. Well, until uh, until next time, enjoy your clams, cocksuckers.